Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Relentless, we here, right? Weekly. How we doing weekly, gang? We finally made it. <laughs> we'll see. We're on a streak. Yeah. This is second, what? Second episode. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I think this is a good, <laughs> a good streak so far. We're doing People great. People should be impressed. We're, we're doing a good job. We're doing great, guys. Uh, everyone, welcome to episode 10 of the Relentless, Hi- Relentless Hires. Relentless Diaries. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm your main host. Oh, my God. And I cursed YouTube. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> I'm your main host, Zoe. Uh, here with the two guys. What's goody in the hoodie like a boogie? It's your boy Trezor, a.k.a. him Hardaway, a.k.a. him Tebow. Okay, okay, okay. a little something, son. Uh, Mr. Flying Jiggy, Clyde Smitty, podcaster, rapper, actor, make the money come faster, critical thinker, hell of a drinker. Hell of a, oh, I tried. I tried to compete with him today, and it was bad. Oh, <laughs> what the I, fuck? I had one. It, Yo. I, I did it when Rasha was here, I remember. I, I, the, the one I tried to hit there. You're giving okay. low vibrational. You're giving Too much high vibrational. Too much <laughs> Y'all need to just critical thinker. swap each other. Hell of a drink. Pause. Articulate nigga, critical thinker, hell of a smoker, and a bit of a drink. That was, that's what I was going Yeah, that's yeah. a bit better. That's a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. bad. You got to hit it on the first one. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call you a hell of a drinker. I wouldn't call you a hell of a drinker either. Sorry, it was a bit of a drinker, hell of a smoke. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try again next week. We'll try. We're weekly, so you only have seven days to get it together. (laughs) Give me some grace, guys. Anyways, jam-packed episode uh, (laughs) this week. We have a new sec. Actually, it's funny because I was at a party this weekend. It was a long weekend here. Uh, in Toronto, and I was at a party, and one of my friends was like, yo, you guys need to start doing, like, uh, ask the cast, like, get people to write in situations that you guys can either provide, like, advice on, or, like, you know, commentary, or, like, people ask us questions, and we provide our takes, I was like, okay, cool, so, um, if you follow me on Instagram, or you follow the pod on Instagram, which you should be if you're listening, 
Um, I put up a story today. Tristor also put up a story just asking some of our followers and audience to send us some stuff. We did get a good amount of responses. We won't talk on all of them today. We'll keep a few in the tuck. We'll probably touch on three. Um, but we'll do that a little bit later in the episode. So stay tuned for the Ask the Cast segment. See if but, we did your topic. Yeah, exactly. But on to bigger and greater news. Uh, LeBron James is out. Wow, you want to do, do that off top. Yeah, we're going to do it off top because okay. why not? I mean, it just happened. It's fresh. We'll do our little sports segment since some certain people like to enjoy the sports talk. But LeBron James is out of the NBA Finals. As I predicted... As I've been saying since game one that Denver was going to win, as I've and I called the sweep from game two. You want to know why I called the sweep from game two? When because you, LeBron's when team sucks. Well, that too, and my also my thing is people are like, "Oh my God, Zoe, you're a hater. You're a LeBron hater. You don't know ball. Uh, you you're new here. You don't know the king. You don't know the NBA script." You are a LeBron hater. I wouldn't say I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm not a LeBron fan by any means. I'm not a LeBron hater. But what I will say is this loss is not on LeBron, right? LeBron is 38, who put down 40 points yesterday. 40 point triple double almost. I think he was a. Almost triple double. He was a rebounder assist. And played the whole. And played literally the whole. I think he played the whole 48 minutes. I'm not even joking. And he had. What do you. He had. 25 or 30 in the first half. He had like 30, 30 in the first half. 30 in the first half. If, if the, I don't know what more a man could do. It well, sounds, he can't. It sounds like it might have been the last game we may have seen him play. That's I cap. think that's bullshit. That's super cap. Because he already done cap. said he's not retiring until Bronny's in the league. So He's changing his tune now. That's cap. It's ne- that's never going to happen. I don't think so. He's not going out without a goodbye tour. Or like a farewell season. And he's still playing at way too high of a level. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I, don't know, I also don't think LeBron's the type... To retire when he's not playing at a high level. Like, I don't think he's going to push himself to, like, you know, like, dwindle down and still be in the league. Like, he's yeah. going to stop when yeah. he knows he's not be able to, ref- like, put up 40 in a game anymore. But if he wants to play with Bronny, he'll kind of have to go through what Jordan's on the Wizard era. Like, you know, like, I kind of... <laughs> not he'll, necessarily. He'll be, <laughs> he'll be, like, 41, 42. <laughs> no, I think, what, Bronny will be in what draft class? But let's be realistic if, about if by the time Bronny actually gets to the league. I don't know, bro. It depending how Bronny plays, he could be one and done. He probably won't be like a high, high first round pick. But even if he's a low first round pick or a high second round pick, and he's on a squad by in two years because he's going to USC and right. that's 40, next year. Forty-one year old LeBron. No, 30, it'd be it'd be that's forty. He's that's forty. He's thirty-eight, so he'd be forty by the end of the season. He'd be forty-one. That that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll yeah. be forty-one. Yeah. But look at how he's playing at 38. Yeah. It's not like he's But 38 and 41 is a difference, especially in yeah. athletic terms. I think it looks like right now and then Jordan on the Wizards like 2022 20, a game, like you're not you may not even be the best player on your team, yeah. but like you're you're there. You're still somewhat like of an all-star, but not like he was all NBA this year again. Like he won't be all NBA when he's 40. He, he was all NBA one. Third team. Oh, okay, I was going to say not the first team. No, but still no. he's still all NBA. <laughs> it's true. Cuz I mean, he like he well that quote that he said that he thinks he or he's better than 90, if not 95 percent of the NBA. That's still true. I believe that. Yeah. Like that. There's nothing against that. But I'm saying that also this NBA script that everyone's talking about. Right. Oh, people were in my you know how many men were in my DMs like, you don't know what you're talking about. The script is not going to allow a finals without Braun. I'm going to say it here first. I don't think the NBA cares about LeBron anymore. And when I say that is. They're already looking for the new face of the NBA. They know LeBron is on his way out in less than five years. 
I don't think they care to have LeBron James in the finals anymore for ratings. They're already trying to shuffle and do things to figure out who the next phase of the NBA is going to be. Because all the top teams with all the superstars are not even in the finals. They're definitely, if there is a script, which I don't really necessarily think there is, they're not doing it to have NBA or LeBron ratings in the finals. It's not. I'm sure they would love to have LeBron in the finals, but it's not a necessity. I, I also mean, think and they got swept, so obviously it's not a necessity. I also yeah, think they can get their ratings with LeBron when he breaks awards or, you know, when he has this guy pull up to the game or when it's, like, this rivalry that he's rekindling with a player that he's had a bunch of playoff series. Like, it's like he's – ESPN loves that man off. Like, right. they'll, they'll, be hit, they'll be there anytime he takes a shit pretty much. But I don't get the whole script thing as in, like – at the end of the day, you could try and finals, you can no. try you could try and position anything as much as you want, but at the end of the day, the players have to score the baskets yeah. to win or lose the game, no matter how much any outside forces try and force anything. So yeah. you can't really control anything. Yeah. No, so. I agree. And I think, yeah, this whole like script thing. I don't think it's real. And I also want apologies from all the men who were trying to tell me that I don't know shit and I'm new here and all this stuff. Because, I mean, like I said, I knew from game two they were going to get swept. If AD scores 40 points and you guys lose, if you guys have a 90% or if you guys have a lead 90% of the game and you still lose, which was game two, the sweep was already there. It was already written in the stars. So, I mean, all I know is my favorite player didn't get swept. So, Who's your favorite player? Steph Curry. Oh. But he's out. That's fine. He's out, but he didn't get swept. I don't and know. See, this he is the, dropped 50 and still didn't lose. See, this is the whole, like, Jordan. Don't make your face like that. This is the whole, like, Jordan-LeBron thing. It's like the old LeBron's, LeBron's yeah. gone to the finals six times and lost or eight times and lost, and Michael Jordan went six times and, and won. One. Why is not so making is it the like, playoffs So, better? yeah, so, so you're telling me it's better to get swept in the first round than to go to the finals and lose is basically what people are saying. I think it's the worst. You think it's better use. to get better to get saying. swept in the first no, round? No, that's what people are saying in terms no. of that argument. How? Because Michael Jordan went six times and won six times. Right. LeBron has been to the finals like what eight, nine, ten, eleven times or whatever. And you're 11? saying like, oh, he didn't get maybe swept. what eight times? Like nine? Is round? it eight or nine times? Because he's won four eight. and they lost. He I think lost. it's eight. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So he went eight. Lost four. Right. But he still went eight. So he's right. been to the finals more. So just because he's lost, that's worse than not making it at all. Like Michael Jordan has lost in the first and round, second round, bare times. But he still won every time he got to the finals. Yeah, though. but that's what I'm saying. So you're telling me it's better to lose at the 20-yard line than to get to the 90-yard line and not score the touchdown. This is the narrative that Jordan that makes no sense to me. LeBron. That makes I never no sense because my thing is, if you're gonna get there, and if you are that good, then you shouldn't be the first to lose. Second but place if, is just the first to lose. But literally. if you are that good, why aren't you there? That that that's doesn't, not true. Like, the second place isn't the first to lose. That, it's the, the people that don't make the playoffs. It's the people that get eliminated in the first round. They're losing. Second before place is the first the finalist. It's the finalist. So you'd it's rather not. not make the playoffs at all than go to the finals and lose. No, that's different. Not make the playoffs at all is different. So you'd rather lose first round than go to the finals and lose. That losing first round is a that's a bust of a season. But Golden State didn't lose first round. Second round? Yeah. If you're a championship caliber team and you don't make the finals, that is a bust. So you'd rather bust than go to the finals and I'm lose. just saying my favorite player didn't get swept. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But he's still sitting at home watching. And he them. also broke a record. 
OK, that's fine. And he got that's eliminated fine. by Burrow. But that's he is fine. him, though. But you can't deny Steph Curry. Steph Curry is still him. Like, There's a you lot guys. of other great arguments you could be pulling from. <laughs> like, like, I'm not, I, you're never going to catch me going against Steph Curry. It's not happening. I will try to twist every single argument, but you're not going to hear me talking against Steph Curry. It's not happening. D'Angelo Russell is terrible. (laughs) Anthony Davis is terrible. Um, Ship them. Ship them off. I I don't know. I think the league... Sorry, go ahead. The the reason that you know that the whole Lakers team, like the stars are terrible besides LeBron, is the fact that we are putting our faith... In people that are not our stars to win our games for us. Like Rui. That's embarrassing. Austin Reeves <laughs> was like the Is second that embarrassing, or third. Though? That's embarrassing. I don't know if I'm gonna call it embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Why are, but why are we not because putting but those players not you're not saying they're not stars. Maybe they're, they're stars in the making. The role players should not be the ones that we are looking to to win the game for us. So maybe when we should stop looking at we should stop looking at them then less than. If they if I'm on a team and I'm proving us if I'm on a team and I'm proving I can give you 20 plus points a game, why are you looking at me like I'm not in the caliber? Because don't don't the, play with me. No, but because in this structure of the team, everyone on the team has a role. For sure. If you top 3 guys, your role is to be the stars of the team then you are supposed to be that. And the stars are AD LeBron, and you're not going to put D'Lo in there. No, he's not a star, but he's a critical piece of that team. No, I'm not. He was supposed to be. He was yeah. supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. So if one out of three is completely, like, not even, like, his head is not even in the game, and then the second out of three will have one good game and then a terrible game and then a good game and then a terrible game, and then you're, you're seven foot in the corner shooting threes and you're under the basket – taking layups off of one foot, getting bodied in the air by Jokic. And we have to now look to Hachimura and Austin Reeves to save the day. Tristan Thompson. What are Tristan you, Thompson! Like, what? Like they had to put in Tristan Thompson to try and body somebody. The man who has not played a single game the whole regular season. And Anthony Davis is making $200 million for what? To get hurt. That's insane. Like, yeah. it just it doesn't make sense. Two hundred million dollars, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not like a blame the coaches type of guy, but I don't know what was going on in that game. LeBron scores thirty in the first half, and then the second half they stopped giving him the ball. How? Yeah, Why? that didn't make sense to me. I don't understand what was going on with that. But I don't know, man. Man looked tired as hell. Lakers. He, well, I mean, if you're thirty-eight playing forty minutes, more than forty minutes, you're twenty-eight. If you're twenty, if you're twenty-eight playing forty, like you're tired. Fred VanVleet was fighting for his damn life this yeah. season. Yep. Like if LeBron. Scores 40, and you're up by 15 at half, and you 21. still lose. They're up by as much as 21 that yesterday. Then I don't, I don't know what to do. There's no, <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a team thing. Austin Reeves is playing his ass off, <laughs> Honestly, and he's a role player. <laughs> the conversation should be more to, like, that Serbian guy is for real, man. Oh, that facts. Guy, that, that guy is for real. Facts. All the little, like, scoop behind and his he head shots. He is absolutely – he's snubbed, and I think, well, if Denver wins – he has to get finals MVP. Like, he has to. Uh, I don't it depends on the does. series. Did you see the last two series this man has put up? Like, the numbers. It depends everything. on Who? the series. Like, he's had a crazy playoff run already. But Jamal Nicole? Murray. Yeah. That's Jamal my Murray point. Jamal had so, a really good series, too. I agree. But also, so it depends but, who plays better in the finals. I agree. But I think Nikola deserves finals MVP. And you know the reason if why. If he gets to the finals. But if he gets to the finals. 
and he's doing what he, triple doubles, you know, every game or whatever. Why would he not be Finals MVP? He should have been the MVP. I know, but I'm saying if they get there and they win, and he's doing what he's been doing this entire playoffs, was putting up triple doubles regularly, then he should get MVP Jimmy because he should have got. Well, yes. Also, Jimmy. I'm saying if Denver wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> it should, I'm not going to say give it to Jimmy or give it to happen. Jokic if Miami wins. I like, no. Know. It's it's more just about the impact. Because remember that year that Iguodala won Finals MVP. Yeah. Steph was killing, but that Iguodala had more of the impact in that series. Right. He wasn't cashing. But it's more like I feel like I I watching that series. I realized why Jokic gets so much triple doubles. What is it? Obviously, he has his court vision and stuff, but it's the rebounding. Of course. Nobody in the NBA goes for rebounds. When the ball, mm. think about it. When the ball goes up, people are already running back on deep. No one boxes out. No one goes for a rebound. It's like if it goes in, it goes in. If the ball bounces off the rim, it lands at it lands whoever it lands someone. on. Yeah, yeah. Jokic tries to get rebounds. Yeah. That's why. Anthony Davis <laughs> is at the three-point line when the shot is up. You are the center. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is on it. Like, I watched three Nuggets players go up for a rebound, and not a single Lakers jersey was anywhere in sight. <laughs> what is wrong with them? Like, this team is so, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed in them. Before- Why is Anthony Davis <laughs> taking one-leg floaters, layups, jumpers in the paint? You're going up <laughs> with one leg. You are seven foot, but you're not a big guy. And they're throwing him off, and he's just dashing it up. Jeez, I don't know about him, man. We need to revisit this Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, top 75 he's, players He's of sitting all time. in the corner shooting know. threes, doing step backs. You have a nine foot six wingspan. You jump, and the rim is right there. That's facts. Why are you taking corner threes? <laughs> he pissed me off. I mean, I don't know. I'm looking to see how they shuffle up these teams because the teams are going to get shuffled. Absolutely. Kyrie. The teams, you think Kyrie's going to LA? I mean, ugh, whatever. I don't know. I don't really anything. You think that will save them though, for no, real? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Hollywood. It'd be super LA. For it'd sure. Be very, it'd be fun to watch. Yeah. But that's what LA is. LA's fun to watch. Hollywood. Yeah. People didn't Showtime. want, like, I feel like Denver, before we move on, Giving people 40 minutes of sports. Before, 20 minutes of sports to start. Oh, I love it. I love um, it. Denver and Miami would be very, very, very good, high-level, competitive basketball. 100%. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Because it, like, it just probably it sounds like, like it sucks. Yeah, it sounds like it the epitome sound like of a sucks. bad matchup. 100% it's like, it sounds like, on paper, you, it sounds like it sucks. I love you but making the case for it. But it would be very like, good, yeah. competitive basketball. Jimmy Butler is a crazy killer. Jokic is, you know, triple-double machine. Jamal Murray is shooting like he's never shot before, like he never tore his ACL. So it's going to be very great competitive basketball. Does it sound good? No. But Lakers is just hype. Like, Lakers in the finals just sounds great. Oh, my God, it's the L.A. Lakers. You know, all the stars are going to be at the game. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be loud in the crypto arena. It's just, it's giving marketing. It's not giving crazy like, I'm not getting amazing basketball from the Lakers. It's not happening. It's not happening. And that's why they got swept. What? Because D'Angelo Russell sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah your got team swept. got swept. Get the broom. That's why they got swept, because D'Angelo Russell sucks. Anyways, moving on after our 20 minutes of sports segment. Uh, let's talk about music a little bit, right? So, mm-hmm. Jasor, you had your 
pitch for the top rap caviar released top 50 beats of all time. Yes. And I also want to talk about, you know, it's what day is it? May 23rd, 4th? Today's May 23rd. We're releasing the episode May 24th. We are in the the time of the year where when you have uh sorry, when you have when you live in a country where you know summer is a very crucial time, people already look for the song of the summer. You know what's gonna be in all the clubs, the day parties, what's everyone gonna know the words to? Last year it was last last. I know you guys want or to sorry, you don't want to admit it. But last year's song of the summer was last last. I know you don't like the song, but it was. It was played everywhere. Everyone knew it. Everyone enjoyed it. It was a great sample. Was it? Yeah. What do you mean, was it? I feel like, and this is what I was going to say with our song of the summer type thing. Last Last was Toronto's song of the summer. Was it uh, the I don't believe that. song? Because people, people like when you talk to, uh, talk to a lot of Americans, last year they said Wait For You was the song of the summer. I don't believe that either. I'm just telling you what people told me. I'm not making it. Right, I'm just they're saying. playing "Wait for You" in the clubs and and, and feeling and it's vibing. Every "Wait for You." That's what Americans told me. That "Wait for You" was the song of the summer. Also, last year. I made a statement about American DJs today. I'm not even getting into because uh, to me, a lot of American DJs are just not giving what they think they're giving. I'm not saying all a lot. Hot take: UK has the best DJs. I I've never heard a bad UK DJ. I haven't heard many, but I haven't heard a bad one. So I I will I will believe you on that. Because I haven't heard a bad UK DJ yet. But what I will say is, I think, what most people will say, that Last Last was a song of last summer. Right? I won't argue it. It wasn't my favorite, but I won't argue it. So now, also, maybe like an honorable mention is Glorilla's Fuck Nigga Free. It was. (sighs) Maybe in the- For the girls. for For the girls and, you know. I see niggas bopping their heads to fuck nigga feet. They might not like, say the yeah, word. Yo, bop to it, but, but I don't bopping. know if that's... I like, like the same way men were singing, real ass bitch, give a fuck about it. Like, men were loving that song. I don't want to hear it. They were. Okay. I'm not saying they weren't. Okay. So, now that we're, what's May 23rd, Song of the Summer. I'm putting Taliban's on there right now. I'm also put. Are we only doing one? Sure. Yeah, pick your song. Okay, I'm going to put... But I do have auto mantra. I'm going to put Taliban's. I think Taliban's is probably going to be it. Okay. And especially if we get a Burner Boy remix, because Burner Boy's already co-signed the track. So if we get a Burner Boy remix, it might be it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty firm on the stance that there really doesn't seem like to be a clear candidate for song of the summer you know like it doesn't seem like i think taliban's is a clear candidate have you been out yet like no, out at a day a, party you know, and okay that's, a, that's another thing too why i feel like my opinion on this probably isn't yeah like, you gotta I, go I, out. I haven't been out too much yeah. yet uh but like from okay from a social media standpoint from what i see like the tiktoks and everything that right. like I, I see getting repurposed that um that that pound town song oh no which i'm not like i don't like you know it's not my favorite song but it's what my i my pussy pink my booty hole oh, brown, brown. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i see the music video getting reposted everywhere so i feel like that seems like the clearest to me you mouth. think no, i'm not, i haven't been out though either but you know i'm working I've on been, okay the only reason why i'm going to rebuttal that is because i've been out mm-hmm. and, and haven't i haven't heard that, heard that song which would make sense. Like, maybe it's not something. I've heard Taliban's every single time I've gone out so far. And that's why I saw a TikTok where guys like, yo, you guys are ruining it already because it's uh, not summer PK. yet. PK. And, yeah. and we need to let the song breathe. Like, see, and I get it. See, but this is what I'm saying again. I think, I don't think you're wrong, 
but I think this is a very Toronto Caribbean influenced answer. Do you think? I, okay. Do you think people in LA would say that Taliban is the U- song of the summer? UK. Well, thing is, uh, but it's the same culture. Agree. Do you agreed. think people in Houston would say that Taliban is the song of the summer? They probably have never even heard the song before. Do you think people in Atlanta would say that Taliban is the song of the summer? But that's my okay. Fine. That's the thing. So it's you're like, are we talking strong, about? Yeah, if there's like a little bias, and I don't think you're wrong. But it's like, are we talking about here or when we say song of the summer? Do we mean like hands down across the board? If we're talking across the board, I don't think there's a song of the summer yet. Yeah. Okay, Glorilla just dropped a sneak peek for her, uh, her slob on the knob sample okay. song of. I'm getting sick of the sample song. So am I. And it's, the thing is, they're not even samples anymore. You guys are just rapping they're on the beat. You're taking the, the beat. You're taking the beat and just and taking the cadence of the song, of the song. and just changing the words. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's very wild. Like, yeah. But yeah, Glorilla sampled slob or not even sampled is using the beat of slob on my knob for her track. People are saying, okay, you know, we have a next song of the summer candidate. I don't think I don't that's think so. it. Cause even I'm looking at the but billboard. I can see Americans getting down to that though. Maybe if if it goes up and it probably I'm will. looking at the Billboard Hot 100 for this week and none of these songs in the top 10 or even the top 15 or even the top 20 I'd be like yeah. There's, it's that's a what 10. I mean. There's no okay. What's the top five right now on billboards? But eh, this is including is everything. Old. Okay. It's a uh, the first one is Morgan Wallen. So is it Waylon or Wallen? It's a country. Is. It's a country artist. Number yeah. two is the Lil Durk and J. Cole song. And you know that's marketing. Number three is Miley Cyrus, Flowers. Number four is Kill Bill by SZA. This podcast is for the niggas for sore. I know, but I'm telling you that, <laughs> I'm telling you that this is the Billboard this? Hot 100. Yes, it is. Who this Rima, podcast for? Rima and Selena Gomez, the Calm Down remix is number six. I've never even heard the Selena Gomez remix. Really? It's good. I won't lie. I'm not going to hold number you. Number seven is Creep In by Metro and The Weeknd and Numb. Number eight is two C favorite song. Number nine is a is a, it's a country song, and number ten is a Taylor Swift song. Yo, so I don't eh. think this Billboard is so not indicative of like what's hot. Yeah, and popular that is time. true too. Wow. Like yeah, label games. I'm not even really hearing all those songs you just said. Like I yeah, that's like never heard of games. some of them. But what? some of the like the previous songs of the summer, like the unanimous ones, were all like top of the charts or closer. They're in the conversation. Like what? In like, the past years, what have been the last few songs of the summers? Last, last. Was Jimmy Cooks also last year, or was that the? I would. Uh, I wouldn't count Jimmy Cooks as song of the summer. No, I mean, it definitely got it got playtime for sure, but I don't know if it really qualified as song of the summer. I'm trying to think what the. What and was I feel the like it dropped before? a little bit late too, right? Jimmy Cooks dropped when the album dropped June. Yeah, it was June. Honestly, never mind. The, dropped the year before was uh, Essence. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was, yeah. That, see, yeah. That's what a song that's of the summer is. That's a song like, of know? the summer. Because you know, Americans were killing. Americans essence. were also killing last last. Yeah, like they were. Like I'm telling you, I'm yeah, like, when yeah, I was yeah, the yeah, stage, yeah, 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 and they were shouting up the, the Americans. Ugh, where are all my Africans at? Where are all my Caribbeans at? You know how many times I heard "Where are all my Caribbeans at?" and yeah. all you hear is "It don't cost," and it's yeah. like, really, this is yeah. not. This is not Even Caribbean. From a Damian Lillard standpoint, Damian Lillard said that. To my face. What? Said what? Well, to someone else's face, and I was standing right there. <laughs> Said what? Someone asked him, does he listen to dancehall music? And he was like, yeah, I like Burner Boy. <laughs> Verbatim, that's what he said. But that's not important. Anyways. Damn like that, damn. 
Anyway, he's American. Think- <laughs> I, you gotta allow him. No, they don't know. They, no, 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 they no, don't know. no, man. No, man. They don't no, know. No, no, stop. This is why you don't win championships. Stop, bro. stop, stop. You're not gonna excuse. That is, that's not an excuse. There's no, oh, you're American, you don't know. No, man. Be fucking for real. They don't know. No, I'm it's not hearing loud. that. But I have the, okay, I have the list for the 50 best hip hop beats of all time. Before I give you the top 10, take a shot in the dark of what you think would be on who, the top who, 10. Who made the list? Rap, Rap Caviar. caviar. Okay. So it's Niggas in Paris has to be on there. I know. I've heard. I heard other people break down the list, and I know it's outside of the top ten. I'm pretty. Niggas sure. in Paris is outside of the top I'm ten. Pretty sure it is. I'm gonna read it. Hold what do you on. think? What do I think is in the top ten? I think it just sh- one. Just one. I hope that Shook Ones by Mob Deep is in it. Uh, part two. Sorry. I hope that Still Dre. That's probably a top three. Still Dre. Still Dre is probably a top three. Um, I don't. This is this, this is a list of all time. Yes. Niggas in Paris has to be. It should be. Do you know I how many times Niggas in Paris was performed on that tour? All right, hold on. Like, let they me, performed that song, like, almost, like, 15 on, well, times. Let me give you the top 10. From 10. I'll go hold 10. Hold on. Do you have any more predictions? I like this. <laughs> if I just want to rock is on there, I'm going to fucking scream. Even though that song is, that song, the beat is hard, I'm not going to hold you. But if it's on there for of all time, I might scream. All right, I'm give one think- more prediction. It, it might be hard to think on the spot. Once I read it, it'll start getting your brain going. All right, so number 10. Oh, what's it? Uh... In the club has to be on there. In the club, ha- what do you mean? No, I'm there's thinking no- about if there's in more the club iconic beat, beat is an iconic well, let beat. Me, let me start and we'll go. Okay, hold. But even what's a good beat? That <laughs> let like, me start. Like- <laughs> let me start. <laughs> wait, wait. What are you gonna say? Let me start. Because <laughs> I feel no, like <laughs> once you hear it, it'll start I, changing your mind. I feel on like things. there are beats though that by themselves are really yes, good. Yes, that's and different. Need the lyrics and I think to in the club is one of those. But let me read it first okay. before we get into. Okay, it. okay, okay. Number ten, Missy Elliott, get your freak on. I can see it. Okay. I okay. can see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number nine. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah I can see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that beat's crazy. Yeah, that beat's that, that, <laughs> It's very unique beat. <laughs> that beat's unique. crazy. Number nine, I personally don't agree with this one, sickle mode. I think that's a bit heavy-handed. The second part? It doesn't matter. Either, either Sickle mode is not either. a but top But sickle mode is not better. Time. If niggas and parents is not above that, then that's crazy. And I think what he was going to say is, and I kind of agree, it's like, there's beats that are hard because of the song, but like if you just played the instrumental, yeah, it's not that. Sickle get your mode, freak on. You play the instrumental. Get your freak get on. Get your freak on is a that crazy is instrumental. a banger. <laughs> Sickle mode. If you just play the instrumental, you're not really rocking like. If that. there was a list, about yeah, because Drake kills the second half. Well with the produced lyrics. songs or well mixed songs. Sickle mode would, yeah. would have to be. It on there, sounds so. really good, but I don't think okay. Number eight, still tipping. Mike Jones, heavy hand. That is a really good beat, but I don't know if I'd say top a bit ten much. But that is a really good song. Okay. Number seven, all about the Benjamins remix. I can see it. I don't know. The remix? Yeah. Uh, I almost feel like Flavor in Your Ear should be ahead of it. Number six, Power, Kanye West. No. Kanye's got five beats better than that. Over than Jesus Walks? Power, power, the power. hold on. Is Jesus... No one meant no. I think I'm taking Jesus walks over power. This is what you're talking about though. Like that's iconic. Like you th- you hear the the hand claps from power. You think of all the movie previews and everything. Yeah. Like it, a lot of what makes. I'm taking that, all the lights over power. Right. Like I feel like there's five <laughs> Kanye beats that are better than the power beat. Yeah. I'm taking overnight celebrity over power. I take slow I don't know jams. About power. I think slow jams over power. Loki, I, I would. I'm taking if power. they know. They I think Gold Digger over power. No. Okay. No. Okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, no. Yes, no, 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 I am. I, I absolutely am. <laughs> the Gold much. Digger beat. 
Okay. No. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Okay. I'm thinking just beat. Just no, the okay, instrumental. Just beat, okay, number, Charles sample. Number <laughs> five. <laughs> number five, Amelie. Yes. Okay. I don't think. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no. yeah. Amelie's a solid beat. Could even Amelie's be four a solid three beat. If, yeah. if need be. I don't think so. Yeah, Amelie's a solid beat. I think Amelie is a very basic beat that it is like, basic. the song made it better. I don't think so because every rapper had their own version of it. Like yeah, it, like by itself, it's a good, was like everybody it's a good wanted beat. a piece of that beat. It's know? a good beat, but top ten, not top five of all time. A milli? It's like the most remixed beat of all time. Mm, I don't think so. Is it the most remixed? I don't know. Beat of I don't know all? if it's, the, it's one of them. Oh, okay. Number sure four, is. who shot you, Biggie? Heavy handed, but it could be in the. Top I don't 10. agree either. Um, Number, but I feel like there's. <sighs> I'm taking hypnotize. I'm taking hypnotize over who shot you. Juicy, no. Hypnotize, yes. I'll tell you, hypnotize over who shot you. Flavor in your ear. Uh, Number three, <laughs> grinding clips. I knew yep. that. Yep. That had yep. to no. be. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Top yes. three? Yes. Top three? Yes. Lunch tables were Top never the three? same, so it changed. It was Top culture. Three? Like, Three that beat, um, oh, nah, five. It should be in the top five. That nah, beat should be in the top five. That beat is the epitome of like simplicity being amazing. Isn't it for that? Produce is the that? most yeah. yeah. That is the Neptunes. most amazing simple beat ever. I don't know. I don't think guys. so. I think the most amazing simple beat next is, is probably on that list, and you haven't said it yet. All right, number two. Is shook one? Yes, part exactly. Two. I okay, think that I, that right, is the best yeah, yeah. simple beat of all time because every single that, boom you bap think is that simple. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a nineties boom bap shit that every other nineties beat sounds like. But that that's like good. the archetype for and it. And number one, Zoe's trying to kill a fly. Okay, and Walter White. Okay, God, sorry. Number one is still Dre. Okay, we thought still Dre was gonna be on we there with that. the what's it called? The piano keys. Yeah. Did Tony Stark do those pianos? Tony Who? Stark. I, Iron Man had nothing Not to do Tony with Not Tony Stark. <laughs> What's his The Avengers were, did, didn't do that. I know Still Dre's a great beat, but uh, Scott Storch. What? Scott Storch <laughs> is what Tony you're Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Storch, Ro- we want to Robert, talk to you about the Avengers. Robert Downey show. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. did not produce Still Dre. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got our ass. Finally got her. She likes, she likes correct the Gus. We got her. Ass. Oh my god! Where did that come from? Weekly. Hey, what did I? I said Tony Stark. Tony Stark. That's funny. Who is it? It's Scott. Scott Scorch. Scott Storch. Storch. Storch or Scorch. Storch. St. Yes. The white guy. Yeah. Yes. I no. saw him in Miami actually at Ball Herbert. <laughs> That's crazy. Why the fuck did I taste so? Yeah. Tony, cool. I'm drunk. That's crazy. The fact that you guys both looked at me and said, who? I knew, I knew right away. Like, yo, I just said the Tony wild. Stark. Stark. That's crazy. I love I that knew. it was Tony Stark that you said, though. Not yeah. just, you it was like, close, though. It, it was not like you messed it up or something. It was close. You said, Hold it. Tony Stark, Scott Storch. No. No. Okay. Tony Stark is a philanthropist, billionaire, arms oh, dealer. Jesus. Scott Storch is a producer. <laughs> yeah. And one of them doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> So now, oh, so now that you heard the top Ooh. 10, is there one that you didn't hear that you thought should be there? Niggas I'm a in list, Paris. I'm a list from I 20 to 11. I don't agree with niggas in Paris. You I don't think crazy. the niggas in Paris beat by itself is that great of a I beat. think so. I think so for sure. What's 10 to 15? Is niggas in Paris in the 10 to 15 range? Give me 15 to 10. 15? You mean 15 to 11? 
15 is We Go Make It, Jada Kiss and Styles okay, P. That's, okay. Yeah, that's a really good yeah, beat. That's a yeah. hard beat. Number 14 is Niggas in Paris. Okay. I still don't agree, but I definitely you, still, you don't think it should be top 15. You're I don't crazy, think so. Trisor. I don't think that. So what else are I'm you saying there's other beats that should be that should be above that. No. Nah. Number 13 is The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Okay. That's like oh. original. I think they just put that. Number 12 is Cream, Wu Tang. Okay. That is a really okay. good beat. Okay, yeah. And number 11, number 11 is None But a G Thing. I was like, yeah. Okay. That should have been higher, I think. Yeah. I'm putting that over grinding. See, but number 19. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, you're crazy. crazy. You're, wild. you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, I would that grinding? Like, that's not the beat, first of all. <laughs> that's not a beat. You I sound like a tribal I'm African dialect. I'm picturing Pharrell in the video where he's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, yo. Anyways, I'm making Anyways. a gif with your face side by side, Pharrell. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Look at that camera but. one more time. <laughs> See, but number nine, I think number 19 should be in the top 10. Which is? Put your hands where my eyes can see oh, Buster yeah. Rhymes. Okay, yeah, that's a hard beat. That beat should be that's top 10. Beat. There's no way that Niggas in Paris is better than Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. No way. I can see why someone would think that. I just love niggas. Impossible. Yo, Let me browse there's a the rest that of these and see it. Number 22 should be top 10. Number 22 is Dipset Anthem. Yes. That's a hard beat. Dipset yeah, Anthem yeah, yeah. is yes. insane. So is In the Club on there? No. Uh, it is not in the top 40. Damn. Mar- Marsh Madness is number 40. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Is mask off uh, but there? mask off nah. is thirty four. Marsh mask off is not better than yeah. Marsh mask off is, is not better. better. Blow money fast is thirty five. I think that should be blow higher. money fast. I think that should be higher. Super hard. Beat. BMF. Super hard beat. That beat is crazy. Oh, I'm thinking money to blow. <laughs> oh <Next>. no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking Drake and Birdman money uh, to blow. Like, no way. Okay. See, this one is a uh, the song is more than to be number twenty nine is dreams and nightmares. The song is a great song. Not really, man. The dreams the and beat. nightmares beat. The though, beat is the not beat is what switches, though, but it's right? the beat accompanied by Meek's voice. Like Meek makes it. Oh no! Wait a minute. Yeah, that I was not really this. listen to the, just the listen to that section without Meek's voice on it. The like it's like a slaps you in the face. How big of a transition eh. that is, you know? I might take sickle mode over. It's that. not on there. A beat that I bet Somebody's, isn't on there. The beat switch in sickle mode is crazy to me. Probably the best beat yeah. switch. But yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, my my hitter by YG is number forty one. My hitter, my hitter, way too heavy handed. Like my new my no number forty three. No. <laughs> I argue. Should Wait, be is, top that the, is that the same song? Yeah, it is. That's the clean. The clean version is my hitter. They probably no, just didn't want. I'm to not that. doing that song. No. Number forty three is Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. That should be way. Higher. That should be higher. That That's should definitely be high. That's a crazy beat. Beat. I don't think it is. I think it's a what? great I think it's a great Kendrick song. Like, you know? Yeah. Mad City is better. Mad City's instrumental is better than Niggas in Paris. Okay, sec- relax. Yo, on the it is. Yo, relax. Kind of Mad City's relax. instrumental is better than Niggas in Paris. No, it's bro. not. That the second listen half to, of Mad listen City. Listen to Mad City, listen to Niggas in Paris, but Niggas in Paris beat is crazy. I don't know. This one, number four. The 40, bass is stupid. Number 44 is also slept on. Shoddy Low, Day No. Oh yeah, that is a oh, crazy yeah. Oh, yeah. beat. Let me do a that should be way higher. You you have Top to do this. That, <laughs> that song is crazy. Yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, the rest of them are kind of eh, whatever. Number fifty is Chief Keef. Don't like. I get it for the time I'm for putting, the era. To, no, I'm putting um, Finito. Finito first. Yeah, I I'm put putting Finito, Finito over. over I don't but, like. Yeah, I think one that they missed. 
that I think is top ten is uh Freeway Jay Z and Beanie Seagull. Uh, Ooh, what, what's that called? What they do is that is that what it's called? What Might we do? Rob me a person. Even though what we do oh. is wrong. Oh, yeah, that's I'm thinking of a different. Oh, no, that's the song. Is it? Because when my heat if starts, the heat is in my heat that yeah. instrumental is crazy. It is. It is. It is. It is yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I always think oh. of the girl in the in the Ew. Philly. In the, the Philly yeah, in the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she puts the hood on. And she, that, I have a that beat's crazy. I have a beat that I don't think should be probably not even top fifteen, but somewhere in the top twenty, maybe thirty. Just because I think like everybody wanted this beat, like the pound cake beat. Remember how everybody oh. had their own remix? That beat was pound hard. Cake was a really pound cool cake beat. was a hard beat. Fun fact about that beat too. I'm pretty oh. sure Drake got Jay Z's verse. Oh. From another, yeah, was, I heard yeah, that, right? That the, the Jay Z's verse wasn't instrument. meant like well, he it didn't record it on that beat, which I think is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't 40. know. I'd be like, cause like that's kind of crazy, cause I wasn't flowing with this song. So you're gonna take my verse and put it on another song. What if I would have attacked this song differently? But also, I think another beat that was missed is "Pump It Up." Pump it up, beat. Pump, pump. Uh, you know what? This is, is going to be an unpopular, unpopular opinion, but I'm taking fire over Pump It Up. What? Let me just... Yeah. The, the beat? Fire like the, 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 the Yeah. Yo, buddy, do you, do yeah. you remember what the Pump It Up beat no, is? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm taking that song. Still, so taking that song. No, I'm, taking, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Pump It Up just like... Pump. I just no, I can't. The no. pump it up <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> Come on! But I think I'm taking fire still. That, I think that's crazy. Don't stop, don't stop. Um, to the rhythm. Yeah. I think Jeff What's, Blaze probably has the most entries as a producer on this list. Fair. Yeah, he has. Because he lot. makes them the haymaker like. The beat to promiscuous beat. girl goes crazy. I know we're talking about rap songs, but the beat to yeah, Promiscuous is, yeah, Girl yeah. is... Timbaland probably has a Timbaland lot of has to have a lot. Because yeah. Promiscuous Girl beat is dumb. Who produced Take You Home by Bow Wow? That beat is amazing. Jermaine Dupree? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> that beat is insane. Or whoever produced Remi- or Remember the Time, Michael Jackson. That, at least that's something. That beat is crazy. You think that's the best Michael Jackson beat? Remember no, the Time? No. No, it's not even in like the top five. Yo, I don't remember think so. the time. I don't think it's even in the top. It's definitely not top three. So what's okay? So what's better than remember the time? I'm not saying there's nothing better, but give me something that you think like right off the top. Strictly instrumentals. I'm going. I'm saying. I'm saying smooth criminal is better than remember the time. Fuck off! Don't say it so aggressively. That's not how the beat goes. Yeah, I think. I think. Oh no, that's yeah. And are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I think you think it's better than. I think so. Yes. Are you I think. I think "Rock with You" is better than "Remember the Time." Okay. And I think "Thriller" is better than "Remember the Time." No. No. I'm going those three. I'm not. It's not better than. Are you guys crazy? Yeah, you guys are nuts. Remember the time is a banging beat. You know he used to sing the beats. Of course he did. He would no 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 like he would go in the studio and be like, I want the bass to sound like this, and he would hum it, and then they would layer and layer and make a beat, and it would. Oh no no no! What am I saying? I'm sorry. No, want to be starting something is the best Michael Jackson beat. I'll take it. That one is crazy because like this, the more the song goes on, it just keeps adding layers. Yeah yeah, you're right. That's that's a bang. I'm taking that one. Oh yeah yeah, that one. Yeah that's a. That one is crazy. 
what's one that like is your personal like you think the beat is amazing but a lot of people probably wouldn't share the same sentiment because i have one. Oh, i think promiscuous girl that beat goes crazy for me um i think let me think yeah jay-z has this deep cut on blueprint one called you don't know that's produced by just blaze that i think is like oh probably should be a top five but is that your bitch i love that beat Jay-Z's is that your bitch? That the beat it's kind of chaotic, but I love that mm. beat. Speaking mm. of Jay-Z, I think I think Takeover should have been on there somewhere. That Jim Morrison sample mm. on that beat is crazy. crazy. Yeah. But for me, I think Kodak Black um skirt. I think that beat is so smooth. Like that beat just sounds like Skirt, skirt. The beat, if you remember the beat for skirt, it sound how do you just it sounds like you're floating in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy, Roy Woods has a crazy remix. To skirt, that. skirt. Yeah, I like I like his remix though. The beat for skirt. Why are you making the songs sound like Joel Embiid is singing them? That's not how the song sounds. <laughs> that was not. Skirt, skirt. You said you sound like Joel Embiid. That's how. Why does like Joel Embiid? You don't remember what Joel and Beats? You never saw that video of Joel and Beats screaming? <laughs> I just saw it recently. Hold on, I'm gonna find so. it. Cause I don't like. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I don't know. Man. I don't know. To me, it's like the skirt skirt conversation or the skirt skirt. Anyways. That's what I just sounded like. You sound like you're in pain. <laughs> so nice. You guys are fucking dickheads. Skr, skr. Bitch, I'm done with you. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Show my nigga Roy. Oh. Nah, it's a good remix, though. I'm not gonna yeah. Yeah, <laughs> But like, that part, that part always sits in my head. Skr, <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I think even like pop beats, to me, and I'll say this, I think Janet Jackson's All For You is the best pop song of all time. I do not remember writing that song. It's all for you if you say I'd you have need to hear it. it. It's all for you. Oh, I'd my girl's up a body. Look at that body. Oh, okay, that okay thing. I know yeah. what you mean. That, I think, is the best pop song of all time. Best pop really? song of all best time. Best pop song of all time. I don't or know. it has to be top I three. Don't know. <laughs> off the top of my head, I feel like don't Google it, Chris. Think, think. I'm thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm going uh, "Toxic" by Britney Spears. It is a bad. That instrumental is crazy. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm going. Like beat it. Like, I'm going. Like, beat like, it. Oh, beat no, he said, it. No, he said you to beat it. No, I'm no, I'm saying like, <laughs> Wait, like take like a good Michael Jackson song. Oh, <laughs> I thought she was telling you to beat it. Why telling me to beat it? I don't know because of that take. My second one. That's so funny. After uh, Toxic, I'm going Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. That's a really good song. That's a really good song. For the time, that was a good. That was the white girl elementary school anthem. Because it had the. Uh-huh. It had the step and people could step to it. That's B A N A N A S. I learned how to spell bananas from that song. Oh, you really? That's how you learned. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not the best pop song ever, but a pop song I think has a really fire beat is I Kissed a Girl by Katie Katy Perry. I don't I don't like that song either. I feel like like the beat is very suspenseful. But Katy Perry is a pop icon. 
I'm yes. taking California girls over I kissed a girl. Same. No question. Yeah. I'm taking last Friday night over I kissed a girl. Even E.T. Or T.G.I.F. for that song's called. E.T. was E.T. was good. Kanye's. E.T. E. ain't Katy Perry and Kanye. How'd that one go You're again? You're an alien. What's he say? That's the Rock song. Rock on deck. Rock is on so Shrek. Hypnotizing. Oh, I hate that. Tell me what's next. Alien sex. That's the song. I mean, I know, but I don't like that song. <laughs> I think it was a good song. I, I like it. You know what song I hated that everybody loved? And it was like such a perfectly contrived radio hit. And I despised it was uh, uh, B.O.B. and Bruno Mars. The, Beautiful um, girl. Oh, I hate oh, that, that song. song. Really? Oh, I hate that song. Because it just sounds ah. so like perfect as a ah. radio hit. It's gross. Yeah, I hate that song. I hate it. Um, they gave B.O.B. a lot of those. Oh, that was a gross Radio song. hits, I hate that a recent one. Why you in a moon? Acting like you oh. did. I, I, oh, I, I, was, was, was that the Kid Leroy? Uh, I think it was, I think it was the Kid 24 Leroy, right? Oh, 24K Golden. What, yeah, that's yeah I didn't one. like that. But the Kid Leroy had one that I didn't like, too. I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> the one with Bieber? What song is that? I don't know. I, I know his most I know popular song is one with Bieber. He has a song with Youngboy, too. What do you hmm. think about... Um, Cause that, what do you think about the whole uh, post Malone like White Iverson appropriation cultural phase. appropriation? Like, did you like White Iverson? I love. Yeah, White, White Iverson and another one. What's the other? What was the other one? He did one more. I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was White Iverson because what Iverson is sussing, I'm sussing, yeah. I'm sussing on you. I feel like he he low key. I feel like the White Iverson. I never really cared for that song. Too, I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like White Iverson was white people's skirt. Like I feel like it was the same. <laughs> Like, the beat was, like, the same. It was. Yeah, I, I can hear that. He stole Kodak's whole flow. Word for word, bar for bar. <laughs> I I was never really into Post Malone. I'm not going to hold you. I never really liked Post Malone. He had a couple joints. Yeah, but that White Everson one was not it. What about Congratulations me? with Quavo? No. I, I really I was like patient. Congratulations. No, I didn't like that one either. Yeah. It's weird. You it's like all the it. biggest songs. Yeah. That song really, I really did not like at all. Because there's songs that went diamond that I don't really like. Rockstar went diamond. What's Rockstar? I've been feeling like a rockstar. Maybe like Yellow Savage, well, you got 15 cars. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you seen, you haven't seen Was that, that the Green Day remix? <laughs> you, haven't seen that, you haven't seen that vine where they splice 21 Savages part into the Nickelbacks? <laughs> What's a song? I didn't see it. Before we move on from songs, <laughs> what's a song that you think, like, had way too much impact than it deserved. Oh, I have a great answer for this. The way song, too much. Too much impact. The song, uh, I have a great. The Ray Shremond, uh, that girl was a real girl. Oh, the Black Beatles. And we were all like, <laughs> they got niggas to freeze in the club. Black Beatles. The fact that that song got people to freeze in the club, in the club. And people were walking around with a camera. And then then you're getting cheesed if someone messes it up. Yeah, There's always the one person I thought they were too cool to freeze. That song had way too much impact for actually how... That song wasn't good. Like, listen to that song by yourself. Like, in the car, that song is not good. But that song had so much impact for no reason. My mom likes that song. I think that might have been one of the first, like, trend... Like associated like with a song, before so TikTok, media, yeah, yeah, like yeah. viral TikTok. trends. Yeah. Oh yeah, viral trends. Yeah, that was on Instagram. <laughs> it was like the Harlem. It was shake. that and Black Beatles in the city. Was like, oh, yeah. Black Beatles was before. Yeah, Black Beatles was before. Um, in my feelings, right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure was. Definitely. Yeah, so I think Black Beatles might have been the first one. Do you remember Black that Beatles. Harlem Shake trend? That, it wasn't a rap yeah. song, but like that I was, remember. That was Harlem Shake to what? The it was the EDM song, the Harlem Shake Challenge. I have a fun fact. If I'm you go on my YouTube channel and go all the way to the bottom, I have a Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake. I don't remember that one. I only remember and the do one. Do the Harlem Shake. The Miami Heat have a very like. Crazy you don't remember the Harlem Shake? I have a I have a low key um like in entry for what you're talking about. You said impact, right? Yeah. I'm gonna just make that tangible for influence. Okay. And. I'll never forget this, man. Last summer, we were all at uh, Rolling Loud. You know, it was a great time. Future hit the stage after multiple gunshots and was breezing through his set. And he got to one of his deep cuts called Stick Talk. That's a bet. Yo! Listen, 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 listen. This is the moment that I knew music was influential. Because he gets to the part in the song where he goes, what's he say? I ain't got no manners for no, no sluts. And everybody in the crowd, everybody in the crowd went like this. Everybody, everybody has done this because of Future. Do you think Future's the reason that yes. niggas... I bring this moment up to niggas all the time and they go, I didn't do that until I heard that song. I don't think Future's niggas were really reason. putting thumbs in the butt until Future said... Ew. You want to talk about impact, influence. What the fuck is wrong with you? Come on now. Future is the reason. You remember when that dropped, when Dirty Sprite 2 dropped? Oh, fuck. The first. That tape, I think that's, people, I'm probably, I think that's Future's best tape. I think so. But the first, the, the first. Album, yeah. The first nine words of that album took just, a brand to the next level. That's true. The first nine words of the album. I just fucked your, your bitch in some Gucci flip flops. And they were sold out everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They were sold out everywhere. I was because I know because I was trying to get a pair, <laughs> and they were sold out everywhere. It's crazy that rappers, or we can say rappers because we're, yeah, we're rap listeners or hip hop listeners. We'll it's crazy that rappers will take a brand to or rappers will take a thing and get no deal. Action, yeah, get no, no deal. Equity, but no everybody, deal. when Versace dropped. Oh, the African scammers! Oh, had the amount day. of yeah, people yeah. who just started wearing, man, they just started wearing Versace. The African scammers. That's had a, a beat day. that could. Oh, Ooh, that's yeah. That's, that's a, a beat solid. that could be Versace. Versace was good. Versace was a solid. You know what was another one? Um, I Fight think night. Dior has to thank Pop Smoke Ooh. for upping their brand. People weren't wearing Dior like that, and then Dior sold out everywhere. And to this day, people are still banging Dior. Of course, it's why Jay Z is the goat. When they said that they didn't like rappers drinking Cristal, and he was like, "All right, I'm, we're gonna make a different." Champagne brand to, to drink, you know? Yeah. And then made a, became a billionaire. Jay-Z does that a lot. He tells people, Jay-Z and Drake, they tell people, like, what aren't cool what anymore or what they're they off. They have a song literally all about off that. Off that. I remember off Ace that. Ace Rock used to do that, too. Tim's, we off that. Chains, we Chains off that. we off yeah. that. When, when, yo, when ASAP Rocky said, fuck HBA or HBA on that weak shit, nobody rocked Hood by Air anymore. That. Hood by Air was that on was the Tumblr. Peak. That was the Tumblr days. And then... ASAP Rocky said, fuck HBA, and yeah, HBA's we can keep that, and it's like, <laughs> Remember when, when, when Jay tried to get everyone to wear Le Chateau outfits? Or button-ups and, yeah, button-ups button and jeans. Well, Kanye West has walking around with fucking... Suits, tuxedos. Not Us. even fucking lines in our blinds in our sunglasses. I was never a fan of that. Kanye did I did glasses. Shit like that. Kanye did a lot. Pink, men were wearing pink polos because of Kanye. 
Men are wearing the glasses with the blinds. Extra long tan shirts. Extra long shirts. The the Middle colors. Eastern scarves. Oh my god! Was that Kanye? Yes. Was that Kanye? I was yes. never. A, I was never that guy. Yes, it was. Yeah, who was it then? I feel like that was a if Tumblr it wasn't Kanye, days. No, thing, that was Kanye West. They no, can't that was tell like a me white nothing. People. Video. Wait, do you mean? Wait, wait, are you? Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about around the head or around the neck? The neck. I swear, Kanye, Pharrell, boys, I swear Pharrell and Lil no, Wayne I did said that first. The, scar, uh, the Middle Eastern scarf around the neck. That was... Oh, well, I meant neck. You went like this. Pharrell and Wayne didn't I meant to wrap around the neck. Kanye had niggas wearing those big... Like Wayne was wearing them a lot too. I don't. I think Kanye might have. Like even like Joel Santana and Dipset were wearing them a lot. Like the Joel Santana wearing the scarf over his head. The Arab money... But not, it's not, it wasn't like a, the scarf is different. Like the one that Jules and Taz wearing was like the. Oh no, that's Buster Rhymes. Like just like the straight scarf. Speaking of Arab money, you know that the song Arab money, you know, they're not actually speaking any type of uh, Middle Eastern language or dialect in you the song. Talk about crazy like they just, they just made that up. That song. Yeah. That song. Cause when you listen to the song, they're not actually saying anything. What? In Arab money. Remember that song? We getting Arab money. Nah, nah, nah. They're not saying. They're not saying today, anything. Like, well, what, no, they're, they they're speaking a different language no, at one point. What are they saying? It's not a real language. It's not a real. It's not a real language. You just cussed in the. <laughs> no kidding, man. You just said some real curse yeah, It's not a real there. language. Are you sure? Yes. How do you know? There that? was a whole TikTok thing about it. But hella, hella Middle Eastern people were saying, "Yeah, that ain't." This, that ain't that, that ain't that, that ain't that. Mm. The man just went in the booth and just said something that he thought sounded Arabic. Mm. Which is kind of genius when you think about it. Because you created a language. Yeah, but is it? Because I feel like it's kind of <laughs> a little bit problematic, though. It is. Because imagine if I was making a song called I'm Getting Chinese Money. And, and I just started going crazy in the booth. <laughs> imagine what that sounded like. Yeah. I thought I had a list of songs. A list of songs that what? That you couldn't make today. And there's, yeah, there's a, a, a whole and bunch Arab, of songs. I think Arab Money is one of those songs. Yeah, a whole bunch of songs, a whole bunch of bars, which we won't even get into that you definitely cannot say it today. We tried doing that once. Skrilla. The bars. You couldn't make Skrilla. I'm in the club. And I- my diamonds look like Tokyo. Yoing, yoing, yoing. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Almost. You think he's trying to speak Japanese? <laughs> Stir, I can't believe stir fry he was said, made. He said yo yo yo. I've got blocked out my mind because there's no way that's what he thinks Japanese language sounds like. Or uh, what's the J Cole song? No no no. I'm artistic. No, no. I'm art- oh, yeah. That's I'm art- a line. That's a that, line in a song. It's a lot, but that line is nuts. I the Migos had today clubs hosting yeah. like apologies and stuff for themed nights and stuff because one song. The Migos. Which stir fry. Was stir fry big like that? Yeah, it's, but why was there was a club that? that had a whole like a geisha like themed night in the in the bottle girls in had the, like chopsticks. Like, uh, oh, with, really? Just yeah, for like, that song? Like, a, you don't remember this? A club in Toronto? No. Yeah, really. I saw that. Did you see that thing where people said, "Yo, not for nothing"? Black people love appropriating things. Yeah. Black people love appropriating things. Because you think about it, black people love anime. Black people love um, Asian. Tattoos, Asian clothing, Asian hairstyles. Black people love Cinco de Mayo. They love, <laughs> like, really, like, we, think about, we really do love Cinco like, de Mayo. <laughs> Niggas love Cinco de Mayo, but I think the Mexicans love Cinco de Mayo. 
I yeah. love Cinco de Mayo. And I heard, I, I think love it was Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and I Tequila, heard, tacos. Yeah, and I heard, I think celebration. On, I think on JVP, I heard it where they were like, I'm how, also sure it's more it was than a just thing, tacos and it was tequila. A thing on, so we just take yeah, what we yeah, want yeah, yeah. and just do shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It was a thing on Twitter where, you know, black people were like, oh, on Cinco de Mayo, like, this is my Mexican name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah. today I'm you're Juan. Making so many, you're like, you're making so many TikToks of you being Papi Dre. <laughs> today I'm Juan. Today I'm Hector or whatever. Yeah. They're like, so what happens when it's Juneteenth and Mexican people start saying, here's, t- this is my black name for Juneteenth. <laughs> I'm we can't get mad. I'm Tyrell. For uh, I'm Dequavius. Oh my, my name is Dequavius. What are we going to do? <laughs> Who's Dequavius? <laughs> Dequavius is the kid in that Atlanta episode. <laughs> That's a crazy reference. I don't know if you did that. I don't, so, I don't know, man. Black people love them some appropriation. Because how many... I know everybody in this room knows a black person with some sort of Asian tattoo on oh, them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No question. I know you Low have... Key, I think also, I might be one of them that I think about it. You have Chinese... What, Mandarin? I don't have, like, a writing, but the the style of, like, shading that I have on my chest is, like, an asian theme type of... Down your spine? Like an IG baddie? No, like, like, straight down IG your spine? Baddie. I don't word, know about that one. Word. <laughs> That's right above the tramp stamp. Is it like just like Mandarin letters going down your spine? I don't know about that one, man. We're, we're gonna <laughs> let it slide. <laughs> we're gonna let it slide, but I'm get some water. we're gonna let no, no, let it slide. We're gonna let it slide. We're gonna let it slide, but yeah, you know <laughs> that was kind of. <laughs> What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? No, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you're not gonna get Mandarin tattooed down your spine. No, <laughs> I'm just not. But that's me. and I'm I'm. It's harder for people to see it on my skin, anyways. That's true. How far down did your tattoo go of the Mandarin? And what does it say in Mandarin? Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. Trey has a Mandarin tattoo down his spine. His hottest lights get on the block. Because, like, how do you really, how do you really, like, you have to get someone. Well, I guess he would, he probably knows people that could verify that. But yeah, I mean, I you like, re- I don't yeah, really people know. just Google, like, like, translate from, like, English to Mandarin, like, mother, and just trust that. I don't, I don't trust it that. Because Google Translate is just so, it's very stiff. So. Yeah, it is. Very- I wouldn't trust it at all. But, okay, before we go into our Ask the Cast segment, before you guys, okay, so last week, you guys made off-air. You guys were talking about, oh, uh, what were you guys saying? The bullshit you guys were saying? Oh, uh, the best girls are the best, what are you saying? The girls with the best personalities are, like, not that bad or, like, well, what? I don't want to get it wrong. So what exactly were you guys what saying? What I was saying is the low-key gems are the pretty girls who were ugly, so they had to develop their personality, and then they got cute, so they're not conceited. And the girls who have been cute from young usually don't really have the best personalities because they've relied on their looks. Okay. And it goes for men, yeah, too. Yeah, that works the same. It goes for, for men, for too, men, but that's yeah. what we were saying. Okay. I was kind of also adding on to it. It's just like That's why like people who are like have skills and talents like being funny, 
they usually develop that because they had to, you know, they were probably not as desirable as in a, in, in a specific point of their life, probably adolescence. And that's where you develop a sense of humor in order to attract people. You and know? that or helps. being a slick talker, you know, like, and that helps too. think about the funniest people, you know, they're probably not good looking. I don't agree. Being funny is the a, a, funniest people you know are probably not good not a looking. Think about it. You don't Do you have mean, to name like, celebrity them. or someone that I know, like in real life. Both. They're probably not good looking. They don't have to be ugly, but they're not like wow, that is a very good looking person. The funniest people you know. None of the funniest people I know are very good looking people. <laughs> it just does. It just doesn't work that way. You don't. Plus, also, I think someone, I think his name was, I think Matt Reif said it. I was about to bring this guy up. He looks like a, a like a. Typical, like, white, like college. He looks like a, like a Hollister American Eagle. Yeah. Like, okay. Like a, he said, because he's like seen as a good looking guy. Like it's, he said it's actually harder to be a comedian when you're good looking because no one wants to laugh at anything you say. Really? Like you're good looking. They're like, yeah, like who's this guy? Like, why am I? And I can see that. If it's like some short, so do you think fat, you're ugly because you're funny? No, but I'm not. But I don't funniest think I'm the funniest, too, right? Yeah, but I don't think I'm the like I'm sure you, people may think I'm funny, but like I'm not like Drewski, where like someone says your name, <laughs> you, you automatically Drewski think Drewski ain't the best looking dude, and he would say that. He definitely would say that. But I'm not okay. like Drewski, where like you think of me and you think, oh. He's hilarious. Like, yeah, that's not really me. That's what I mean. Like the funniest, funniest. Who's saying you're a baddie? I don't know what you're saying. There's some people like <laughs> people find you real funny, man. Yeah, but I'm not like like I think I'm, there's I, there's also different types of funny. Like yes. comedian yes. funny yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is different from just like oh like you have a friend that's funny. Mm, but Drewski's okay. not comedian funny. So what is Drewski then? If he's not yeah, comedian funny, then what true. kind of Drewski is kind of like friend that's funny. funny. I've, mm, I've always okay. said Drewski is not a comedian. He's a social behavior analyst. I get what you mean. Look okay. at the look at yeah, the skits, yeah, yeah, all the skits that he The does, amount of yeah. thought process to go into that is like, wow, you're observing some. That's very the thing, because and that's the genius part of it, because it takes a lot of thought and it doesn't at the same time. Because it's things that everyone has gone through. It's Little just things. it's just remembering it and like making a note to make a video about yeah. that. I think he just executes it too. Like what he yeah, just he has weird. Like really if you well. tried explaining what white people are like when they're like showing you their dogs and telling their like names and the way he just imitates yeah. that dynamic dynamic perfectly is uh is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And like I don't know, people have bad things happen to them in life and the only way that they're able to, you know, cope through it or manage their trauma is by laughing it off or making a joke out of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh Roman Roy, you know, that guy just <laughs> yeah, knows from how succession. To make a joke out of everything. Most most comedy is self-deprecating. Yeah. Like, if people think it's funny because, like, it's, like, bad things happen to you. Yeah. Or, like, crazy stuff happens to you. I don't know. But my point is, you guys were saying that, like, you know, the funniest girls that you know or whatever, like, the low-key gems and, like, the girls with the personalities are, like, usually not the baddest ones. And then there was this, like, clip. I don't know if it's real or not. That was released on Twitter about Drake saying that, like, you know, he needs a girl that he can relate to and, you know... He doesn't want a girl who's just bad because their personality is just being bad and that's not enough or whatever. I agree. I mean. I agree. Yeah. Yes. But. 100%. You guys still thirst over those like bad archetype girls. To have sex with them. 
Oh, Keeping it a stack. All right. <laughs> Keeping it a stack. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Open and close case. <laughs> we want to have sex with them, and that's it. Open and shut case, Johnson. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like. Some crack no, because. No. Because that's those old. girls, you guys would still take those girls out and, you know, date them or entertain them. So you're going to do all that just to fuck them? No. Do you know who men are? Oh, oh my god! Do what? you know who men are? Have you I met really, men? I really tried to paint you guys in a better light, and you're not letting me. Not all of us. I'm trying to. For once in my life, I'm trying to put men on a pedestal. She said, "What? You're gonna go out and entertain and talk to this girl just to have sex with her?" <laughs> Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you gotta pick your battles better, though. Let me tell you. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. No. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you guys are fucked. You guys are fucked. Oh my God. So Sarah cut through like eight minutes of conversation just by stating that. Hey, we, oh we got to the point on that one. No, but like, what else you want to know? Yeah. Wow. Yo, men are not good people. Like, I feel they're like- not the greatest. They're not the greatest. No shit. Not reputable. <laughs> yeah, pick the better battle. I'm saying I'm trying to entice you guys. Like, is she gonna give me some pussy after? I'm gonna say that's just Nigga. the way that a lot of guys think. <laughs> guys yeah. will move hell in high water to have sex with a girl, and then after that, it's different. That's why people say you you really don't know how a guy feels about you until after you guys have sex. Cause afterwards, if he still rocks with you, still likes you, still talks to you with everything, then he actually, you know You he, think so? I think so. Oh, that's Not a shitty gen- way to I, I, think about that. Yeah, I though. hate that as a general rule. Yeah. But there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of truth. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Cause, but don't girls always say like before a guy smashes, he's the nicest guy in the world, compared mm, to after. Yes and no. If I rate you, then I'm still gonna you know maintain. But if it wasn't that, then it just You'll wasn't find out that. Who he really is. But I don't get it because I also someone tagged me in a TikTok. Recently, I guess to discuss this on the pod, where this guy was saying on another podcast, I don't know where it was, sorry, but he was basically like, oh, he only wants a girl who is sought out after by other men. Like, he doesn't want a girl who's not wanted. But it's like, that is that's just strange. like, what, like, I don't get it. See, so, but usually, that's, a, that's usually what girls say. But that's usually what girls... the body count, like, that. But person. that's usually what girls say, not guys. Like, girls don't want a guy that no girl wants. But usually, it's the opposite. Guys would... Prefer to have a girl that no one has quote unquote touched, but it's not about touching. It's about oh, like mad. Maybe mad niggas want to fuck or mad niggas, you know whatever, whatever. But she's not like that. But she's still sought after. Like niggas foam over. But her. I feel like any girl that's good looking, even if they're not good looking, if any girl that has like something about her is gonna be sought after, because there's like a million like guys are on it. 
I was I was talking about this with a homie because he was saying he was kind of saying how he wants like a girl with a low body count and it's like oh, how could brother. you a- after ten and I'm like how could she like realistically like could she become good at it <laughs> like right like with so few partners that you want like in a very unrealistic but like, do less you think it takes six, a lot I don't think we take I don't think it takes a lot of partners to yeah. be good at it I, I don't think so it definitely can, takes more than one. Yeah. But I don't think it takes, like, a crazy amount of part. After a while, sex is like riding a bike. Like, you you know what you're uh, doing. I think so. I think I for women, maybe. Yeah. For I, women, maybe. But my thing is, you're not going to lose it. Like, my, for example. I think it's you, more like playing basketball. <laughs> no. When I say riding a bike, I mean, like, you, you cannot ride a bike for five years and get on it. And you know how, you know, you might be a little same, but you know how to get on it and balance and ride to your destination. I feel like if you don't have sex for six months, but I finally get some dick, I know what I'm doing. Like, it's gonna, like, I know what to do to make him come or how to, you know, whatever, whatever, to feel him out. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's different for, for girls than guys because you guys are all individually so different. So are men, though, for sure. Men are yeah, definitely but, but not but not as different as y'all. Like you could that's what I said, you could pretty much do the same thing to every guy and get a good result. For the most part, for a for a majority you could do the same thing and get a good result. Like guys will say not every girl can make them nut off head, but if there's a girl that is able to make one guy nut off head, she could probably make every guy Really? Probably. Like, it's just, I just feel like it's, it's way easier. I feel like a lot, like, dicks are very different. Like, I feel like it takes a lot. Have you, Kay, have you seen that tweet where yeah, the I guy agree. was like, it was, I think it was, I, lied, I think it was a TikTok that made onto Twitter. And this guy was like, oh, like, when, uh, when, she, when the 10 out of 10 comes over and you can't get it up or something like that. But it's like, yeah, there's situations where, like, yeah, some men just have, like, I don't know if it's erectile dysfunction or <laughs> whatever it is, but some men, like, they can't last or like it can't stay up or like things but like that. That has nothing to do with your performance towards them. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's their poor lifestyle habits like seeping into their sex life. Or not necessarily, or that's just a mental block. Yeah. 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 Literally. It's it's simple. What is this mental usually, block? Because that's like it can go on both ways and it's actually crazy. Cool, man. Because for can instance, you tell me if a baddie comes into your room, grabs your dick, and your dick just doesn't get hard, what is the mental block that's You could be so nervous. There's a lot of pressure. Really? Like, yeah, like yeah you could be so anxious that like you're thinking about it so much that it's not working. You, women need to think like sex for women, like you're it's all just receiving, you know? As a man, okay, you gotta relax. like perf- yes. like there's a big performance like anxiety aspect to it. Yes, all it's the yeah, it's the performance exists. anxiety aspect of it where if it's a especially if it's someone say who's not really had a lot of sex or a virgin or something you have to think about it as a guy that's a very like nervous that's a anxiety inducing thing because you know that you have to perform like sex you are the one getting judged here not really the girl and because everything technically is is your fault if things happen or don't happen and that'll put a lot of pressure on a guy. Because if, if a guy can't get it up, girls say that's his fault. But mm. if, a, if a girl doesn't get wet, girls say it's the guy's fault. So how is that the same? How, how does that make sense? I mean... How is it both our faults? I also think just for that like, exact situation, <laughs> not getting it up, I think there's a lot of guys that just watch too much porn. You know? That is and a thing, the, too. Or they use the, the... What's the... 
We had a whole episode. The pocket, pocket pussy? The blue, ch- the, the blue chew, the things, honey. The packs. Yeah. You know, like they be, like they're, or perks. their body's all fucked up, you know? Their mind's all fucked up about sex and yeah. they have unrealistic perspectives perks. on it and drugs, all and that And perks shit. make you have, like, your dick hard longer. Yeah. And even even that, the opposite way, um, some girls that use toys too much and kind of like, get the sensitized. Know, like desensitize themselves. It's still our fault that we can't make you. Like, <laughs> you can't. Okay, I won't lie. You can't de- really dis. I mean, you can kind of desensitize yourself when it comes to toys, but women like you have to learn how to extend your orgasm with with using toys. Because like, if I put my vibrator on to like the highest setting and just put it directly on my clit, I'm going to nut in like four seconds. Like, yeah. and we can't you have to learn to that like, as a woman. You and I think when we had Claudia on in season two, I think she called it like etching or something like that. Like, it's about like extending your orgasm when you self pleasure. Like, you have to, you know, maybe don't turn up all the way, like, start at from the top and go to the bottom. Like, you can't just like, and yeah. my version of that is the guy that watches his perfect cocktail genre yeah. of porn, bookmarked Wait, perfect cocktail, bookmarked yeah, videos. Yeah, like, what's a cocktail? I mean, like. I don't know. He like a me- he likes he's a Latina me- that does metaphorically. this in you know like different boxes that he's checking for his genre. <laughs> so his it's weird, like his hot weird Latina sucks big black hot Latina God. with Asian accents or whatever his weird <laughs> fetish is that he watches his bookmark. You know he's used to that every single time and. He can get him that in, came off your tongue way too fast. That is in your search history. Or also that is in your search history. Well, it's not. <laughs> Cocktail. I was using a word to describe a medley of like whatever. I got you. Or also in the same vein, like guys that watch porn and they beat their meat and they like nut in ten seconds. That's yeah. That's and then you can nut in ten seconds. Well, I mean, I know that, but like by you just using your hand. Can you not nut in ten but seconds if you like do the, the right n- thing? Not by my hand, no. But just in general, if I'm using my vibrator on level twenty, for sure. I'm but sure to just like finger myself, absolutely not. Well, yeah, but I feel like there's certain mans like you could do that. The sensation's way different. Like, yeah, I think certain mans could do that. So it's like if you're watching porn and you nut in ten seconds every time you watch porn, like because you're just doing it quick. Yeah. When you go to have sex with an actual person, that's gonna translate, mm-hmm. and you're still gonna nut in ten seconds. And it's not the cocktail you're used to. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like people need to give men a, a break because. Oh, I feel like I've no. I'm not even gonna lie. All right, let's get let's be real. Let's be real here, okay? All right. I've been in that situation mm-hmm. where where, where I've just been in my head so much that I had to go to the bathroom and like look at myself and be like, bro, okay, like you need to relax. Like just clear your head. Like just you know, like it's cool. You have to like Give talk yourself, yourself out of yeah, it. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's cool. It's like it's just a girl. Just calm down. She's a regular person. You're just chilling. You know, don't get too worried. Because you can overthink. Like, you can be like, yo, I have to perform so well that you won't perform at all. Mm. Like, your body will set you up like that. That or it's like, pep talk. Yeah. Or it's one of those times where it's like, you know, when this girl's coming over, it's like, damn, like, I have to go crazy. And if that's in your mind... It can work against you. That's why, realistically, it's kind of better to, like, not really care. So your body, you can just be natural. When you're overthinking it, overthinking that's when... is not good for sex. Yeah. yeah. Right. From a man's perspective, at least. Yeah. Like, you know, overthinking. Because your body will set you up. 
I've had that. I Likewise. hear that. Yeah. But and it sucks. Yeah, it's not cool. It's embarrassing. Or you not just can't bad. get it up. No matter That's how very, hard. very rare. But it's it's happened before. Or, or just like something is going on that's blocking you. I remember there was one time. All right. Let, let me tell this story. Shit, we so real. there was one time back like, when was this? I would say it was probably like 2016, 2015 maybe. Where there was a girl that I was cool with. Like one of my homegirls. And she had a homegirl that kind of like, you know had a thing for me. And they went to a school that should remain nameless, right? A college. Was a high school? A, no, a college oh, okay. that should remain nameless, right? And we used to go visit that college a lot to turn up. So one day, she hit me up and she's like, yo, what are you saying this Saturday? I'm like, nah, I'm chilling. She's like, all right, pull up to like the school. Like, y'all come. I'm like, why? What's going on? She's like, um, oh, um, I need you for my friend. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, bro, just pull up. Like, we literally just need your dick. And I'm like, huh? They, the girl said, we literally just need your dick. That's what she told me. Because her friend wasn't really the most, like, experienced. It was a beautiful, she was a beautiful girl. But she was just one of those, like, you know those, like, good-looking, but, like, kind of awkward-ish yeah. type of girls? So she wasn't really, you know? So she's like, bro, we need you to just, you know, like, shake the rust off. What? type thing and i was like knock the dust all right <laughs> i was like all right so we went so i was staying that night right so we went out and we're turning up turn up or whatever and like i just got the biggest headache i've ever had in my entire life while like, you were turning up yeah like i don't know what we drank or what it was i just i got like a migraine like i had a crazy migraine so i went back to the crib and remember, like, this girl is expecting that, like, yeah, things are going in. Yeah. But I'm telling her, like, yo, I'm not even going to lie. Like, today might not be the day. Like, I'm not in it. But she's like, nah, yeah, nah. Like, yo, like, point, we got to, like, I yo, won't lie. Gotta- yeah, as a woman, when you hear, like, like oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, so I'm trying to just muster up the strength. And I mustered up the strength. But it definitely was not my best efforts mm. at all. She got like sixty percent velocity. You're used to thirty a game. If you know what I like, if you know what I mean, 20. she got sixty percent on the chart. Oh my I, god! I should, and the thing that I don't like about that is like, if this is your first introduction to me, like I don't want your first introduction to be the sixty percent. If the sixty percent is like the second or third time where it's like I went crazy the first time, it's like you at least know what I could do. But this is your first introduction. It's like, this isn't my best. But, like, right now, I'm fighting for my life. You see the pressure that we deal with? Because think about it. Yeah, that's pressure. Because think about it. If it was the other way around and you lined up something with a man and you got there and you were like, yo, honestly, like, my head hurts. I'm not really with it. He can't, like, press you he to be, be like, like, nah, nah, yeah, let's, yeah. yo, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. But, but I won't lie. As a woman, when you hear, like, Oh, like my head hurts. Like then you're kind of like, oh my god. Like I don't know why sometimes it's like I have a vein busting out my head right now. (laughs) You can see it. Yeah, sometimes like you hear it, and like the same thing when like women or when guys like can't get it up. Like it happens sometimes, and when like it's happened to me once. I'm like, bro, like this nigga does not like me. Like it, it is what it is. And then like no, 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 no. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. And I just that was it. Like I'm like, bro, I. Like I would a lot of women like me. I take it personally. Like okay, like if I'm here and your dick can't get hard. 
then like okay and that is pr- and we know that and that's even more pressure on us mm. like you know, it's just a big ball of pressure i feel like there's also something that <laughs> this probably happens more with women in this context but like i'm, I'm curious like if this happens to you like you ever just had girls that don't understand foreplay you know like that's a that's a reality yeah. There's a lot of women that just feel like, okay, I'm the woman. I'm, I'm here, present. so this is you enough. You should be on brick like 10,000 because I'm, I'm in the same yes, room as you. Yes, you know? <laughs> I've like, had You're not this doing anything. Like you're almost making this more awkward just facts. off the fact that you think your presence is un- like all you need to do. You and know? that's and that sometimes that's even worse. I had <laughs> yes. this talk with my homies where it's like, yo, I'm not 16 anymore. You yeah. can't just touch my leg and I'm bricked. Yeah. It doesn't work. I'm a grown man now. It doesn't work like that. Like, you're going to have to, you know, rev the engine a little bit. At least reciprocate energy, you know? Like, you can't be, like, like stush. <laughs> some girls, some right, girls. perform, nigga. Like, I, no. Like, some girls are like that. I've yeah. literally been in that situation where I'm in the bed with a girl. And she just turns to me and she's like, all right, I'm ready. And I'm like, <laughs> what, like, what do you, just, like, what am I supposed Is to do with that? for you? Like, Get your dick hard. Like, no, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I'm but like kidding, some I'm some kidding. girls are like that. Where that's they just expect you to just be able to just But then but that doesn't make sense because even for her, like how is she getting is she just wet off rip? Like that doesn't no, make any sense. Be, you do foreplay. But that's my point. So she like you need to do foreplay. Yeah. So why is she turning around about I'm ready? Girl, you need to we need to do something. But she's she wants you to but you know how like you can there's a little little bit of foreplay where you can you know, get it to that level where sometimes even like if you're just making out, you could kind of be ready a little bit. But making out is only going to get me like so far. Yeah. Like but it at not... least gets you started though. For sure. Yeah. So that's but what I'm I saying. Mean, like, as an adult, making out is only getting me like not. And I'm saying as an adult, you can't just rub on my leg and think that that's going to be enough. You got to grab the dick and pull it. Okay. Yank it. That's what you call them, the yankers. <laughs> nice full little circle there. Yeah, the yankers got a yank. Man. That's my point. So yeah. instead of grabbing his thigh, ladies, you gotta grab the dick with not force, but like, what do you? Why are you? You gotta grab things? it with conviction, like it's yours, right? I don't know where you're going with this, but because you're saying a rub on the thigh is not gonna do much, yeah, so just, obviously, just simple, just like you said, just reciprocated energy. Okay, like how? If I'm doing something, then you do something. That's that's yo. It's let's that's go bar simple. for bar. Like, yeah, let's, let's go, go bar for bar. What did you say after last week's episode? You said a girl you didn't have sex with her because you guys was it like a head stalemate? Like she wouldn't give you head, you wouldn't give her head, so you guys didn't have sex. No, I think you're confusing two different stories. You're thinking of <laughs> what a wild thing that came. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> you're thinking of the story where the girl tried to push my head down and I was fighting it. And then the other story where I said, me and the girl, we didn't end up hooking up because she didn't want to, you know, right. give the Uchi Wally. <laughs> Is it Uchi Wally or one mic? <laughs> yeah, you need to Uchi Wally this one mic. <laughs> oh my God. And she didn't want nah, to. Let's, let's give a. Let's. And that was the issue. The man. Because I feel like as a grown person, good. as a grown person, like, what do you mean you're not? Like. Come I on, agree. Bro. We're adults. We're here. adults. Up. And I, you should not be having sex with someone that you wouldn't do all the foreplay with. I feel like there's situations for sure where, like, men 
are saying they won't do it, and if the men won't do it and the women won't do it, and then now you guys are just sitting in each other's face, just staring at each other. You're like Diddy and that guy on that talent show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone just but staring. I get that, though. I get if, like, I say I won't do it, then you're like, okay, well, you won't do it. But I was about it. Yeah. I, like, I was about it. It's you. So I'm like, bro, what are you, like, come on, bro. And she just said, no, I'm not sucking your dick? She's like, oh. No, she was one of those girls where it's like, oh, only my boyfriend. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Go home. Yeah, I don't really understand that only either. My the only my boyfriend? We're talk- adults. <laughs> <laughs> You're 29. Don't only my boyfriend. Was she 29? I don't, that yeah, that mentality is childish. But also, like, <laughs> it's actually. I feel like that's happened more than once. Yeah, I won't even put that on that one girl. That's happened more than once. Girls say she's not sucking your dick. The girls who are like, oh, only my boyfriend type girls. But so what, like, what, what, we, what? I don't understand what that like. What does that mean? Like, what does that do for you? Like, only your boyfriend. I don't get it. I don't get it either. So you should be okay. You're my girlfriend tonight. <laughs> but like, I don't understand how you will. <laughs> but I that's just, what I would have said. All right, let's date. I just don't understand how you have sex. <laughs> Oh God! I'd have been a less day. Were you not the one that just said, "How can a guy take a girl out and <laughs> do all these things and just to have sex with her?" I don't have masculine energy. <laughs> you just Fuck told that. a girl, "Yo, <laughs> let's date," just so you could get some dough. You became a nigga when you were in a nigga's shoes, just so you could get some dough. Just so you get to that, because like these fucking you got in a relationship just to get some dough. If I'm asked, I'm not eating that unless you my girlfriend, all right? I'll be your girl. All right, we're together. Like, we we go might together. break up after, but... We go together real bad. Me and you. <laughs> Give me some head now. What the fuck? But yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And also, like, before we move on to the Ask the Cast segment, the whole pushing of the head thing, <laughs> if you're going to guide someone's head... That's what I said. <laughs> you need to be a hundred and. 87% sure. You need to be 300% sure if you're ever going to push someone's head that they're about it. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to guide someone's head to your lower region, like you have to make sure that this person is 150,000% ready and willing and going to execute. Because I promise you, just so well, you end up like what happened with me. <laughs> so for you guys, I don't know. I told them the story how I was um, in a situation with this girl at a party and things were getting hot and heavy. And she tried to push me down to uh, lick the lollipop, if you know what I mean. She tried to alpha you. She tried to, you know, make me a, you know, a munch. Yeah, she tried to turn me into a munch. And she pushed my head down, but, like, I wasn't going. So I kind of, I was, like, fighting back. Resistance. The, I was resisting the head push. So she, she kind of, like, started pushing with a little bit more force. <laughs> so I started pushing more force back to not go down. And I think eventually she just stopped and we just you continued. Won. Yeah, you I won. Yeah, I won. I know your neck was, <laughs> like, you were going to pop a vein. I know your neck probably flexed so hard. Because yeah. to push someone's, like, upper body force with your head only just. <laughs> like, Man, works his traps. That is intense. Yeah. I wasn't going. But, okay, you weren't going because. I didn't want to. I feel you, which is a valid reason. It, was, it wasn't one of but those. But why wasn't that communicated before she put her head or your head? There was Pretty no bright. communication at all. She didn't ask. It would be different if, like, you asked me and then I could have just told you, nah. 
But you just physically just tried to so do it. So were you kissing? Yeah. And then she just pulled off kissing and just said, <laughs> She tried to push me down. And How I didn't know. How far did you get down before she... She thought you were feeling her. Before she gave up. I don't think I got... Were you like breast level? Like I don't button. think I got... I don't even think I got that far. I was probably like nose level. Sorry, you were subjected to that, Tresor. That was fucked up. I'm not going to hold you. That's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it was the other way around, exactly. I'm pushing the girl's heads yeah, down. Yeah. That is that's crazy. I'd be in the bin. <laughs> I would be in the bin. I don't think you'd be in the bin. <laughs> I would be in the bin. <laughs> You're so dramatic. You'd be in the pen. You would not be in the yes. bin. You'd be in the bin. If I was pushing girls' heads down, I would be in the slammer right now. Okay, but... I don't think she's doing it to like bear it. Like she's not like a like a serial pusher head downer. Like that's you don't know that that's she true. can do this to everybody. And also, this isn't the place for that. Like we were in a room at a party. Yeah. Am I just some common Jezebel? Like why would I do that? I'm not a harlot. She be with some class and respect. You think I'm? Munching at a party upstairs So you could go downstairs and tell your friends Yeah I just got munched Upstairs <laughs> at the party Like that's crazy what you think this I is? just got my pussy ate And we were young I was like 17 Oh damn that's Okay wild. you didn't say that That's oh, fucked This was in high school Yeah, yeah you, you thought this was that. recent I No this was in high school She was also like 17 But this was Past This was young Like so I especially was not doing that back then no way. Those were Itaman times. Oh god. Yeah, that's Yamaman. when you're getting yeah, yeah, roasted. Yeah, yeah. I remember you'd get roasted if you get called a Yamaman. <laughs> why did why did we stop, like, stop stop here we go? Why did we do that? Just as know. a culture, like Ugh, why good. was that a thing? Y'all were really getting shamed for the whole Itamans and Brainers thing was yeah. so ridiculous. But I feel like we were also too like I said, that's why. I don't think high schoolers should be having sex because we were too young to really understand the essence of yeah. oral sex. But I always had an issue with the brainers thing. I always said that. I'm like, why are we shaming these girls for doing something that, that we, we want. want them to do? It's just the fact that they're doing it on their own accord that we don't like. Like, we yeah. want to feel like we got you to do it. Yeah. Why does that matter? I was never, I was never one of those people. I mean, but I definitely fell subject to the "don't talk to her; she's a brainer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make <laughs> sure. sense because that's what I wanted, anyways. Didn't make sense. Okay, I'm I'm actually glad I was not having sex really like throughout high school. Mm, I feel you. Crazy. Okay, let's do to get this episode wrapped. Let's do two or three of the ask the cast because we got quite a bit of entries in. So. The first one that we're doing was someone, because it's going to get like a little like, not serious, but okay, someone, te- uh. <laughs> it's not going to get serious. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Okay. So someone asked, two, actually one person asked, can you be pro-black and actively date outside your race? Right? And then a separate person actually sent our 
like podcast Instagram account, a TikTok. It's like, hey, I want you guys to talk on this. And it was Dr. Umar, <laughs> which I think is already crazy because <laughs> Dr. Umar is very radical. Unreal. <laughs> like, like extreme. Like extremists. We need to eliminate them. Fuck God. <laughs> no. They're He's going to ironically sleep. Ironically <laughs> very funny, but you're you're calling for an unironic conversation yes. about yeah. Dr. Umar right now. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, another uh Listener t- or sent us a TikTok. Like, hey, can you guys talk on this? I want to hear your thoughts, right? Dr. Umar was basically saying, you know, you can't be pro-black and actively date outside your race because when you marry outside your race, you marry into that community, right? So you also, if you marry Asian, you're also marrying to the Asian community. You're going to have kids who are also half Asian and they're going to have to learn about other things. If you marry Jewish, you have to marry into Jewish community and you practice Jewish faith and whatever. Anything you marry into, you become a part of that community, right? So, and I've, I, I think we touched on this before a little bit about if you can be pro-black and date outside your race. I think you can be pro-black to a certain extent. I don't oh, think yeah. you can be pro-black like all the way you know what i'm saying like fight for my people through 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 because at the end of the day you're like half of your children is a part of another community that's not black like you can't just diminish that so like i said it's kind of like you have a like if this is pro-black like y'all are like here not too much on my dad now (laughs) (laughs) sorry but that's what i think and it's like (laughs) And my mom has this notion, too, where she's like, I like, you know, you see all these black men like come on TV and they talk about, you know, how they're, you know, they're racialized against and they have all these hardships, blah, blah. And then they come on the red carpet and their wife is white or their wife is Latina or their wife is Asian. My mom's always like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you can be so pro-black and my people, my people and protect women. And you don't even lay with a woman who is literally a part of your race. Or you refuse to, and I think, like I said, your pro-blackness only goes so far with me. It's like Jonathan Mazur is now pretending to date Megan Good. Like, be fucking for real. Like, you can't. And I hate this whole, like, let's, you know, this black man who actively, like I said, you can date whoever the fuck you want. I don't care. But there's this PR trend lately where it's the black man who actively dates outside his race. Cool. He gets called out for it, maybe, you know, gets into some shit, and then all of a sudden he's with a black woman. And the black woman is always lighter-skinned and very desirable. Lori Harvey and Megan Good now with Jordan or Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors was with Lori Harvey? No, but I'm saying Lori Harvey's always that woman that oh, men yeah, turn yeah, 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 to. Yeah. Like Michael B. Jordan, for example, he yeah. was outed for, like, he only this white woman. All of a sudden he was dating oh. Lori Harvey. Damson Idris is also like, he's everybody the black woman. He's always been light skinned, then he's dating. Lori Harvey's like that. She's black enough to call her black, but she's not dark skinned, but she's still extremely desirable. So let's have people date her. I think she's a PR stunt, personally. I think she's beautiful. She's gay, whatever. But I think she's a PR stunt. This Megan Good and Jonathan Majors thing is crazy to me because, like, where the fuck did that come from? But regardless, like I said, my answer is you can only be so pro black. It's not. You can't be on TV crying and preaching the power and this, this, and that, and then you're going to turn around and only date white women. Literally go, there's no, like, literally go to hell. See, I agree with you that there's, like, there's levels to it almost, you know? But, like, so there's no, so it's almost like a spectrum then. There isn't, like, a hard decision where it's, like, okay, if you you date one white woman, then that, like, you can't be pro-black, you know? Like, there isn't decisive 
I don't think it if you date one white woman, no. But I think you if, like, if you actively like date outside your race and like you marry, like I said, you you're gonna have half white children. You're gonna have you know half whatever race children. Like you can only teach them so much. You I'm never like if for example if I ever date outside my race, I never have. But if I ever do, I have to raise my kids equally a part of their father's race as a part of mine. Like I'm never gonna be like you're black and that's black is all you know. That's not fair. What if there's fathers Asian and like there's a lot of more cultures outside of being black that have a huge cultural preference. Like if I marry an Indian man, the Indian traditions are crazy. I'm not going to erase that because my kid is black or I'm black and my kid's going to know to be black and Jamaican and that's it. That's not how life works. I feel like I agree to a certain extent, but I think in certain situations it's kind of tough because Say, like, here in Toronto, where the city in itself is very multicultural, I feel like it's a little different than... I feel like Dr. Umar usually is speaking to African-Americans specifically, like, American people, mm. where I can maybe see how it's a little bit different, where it's like, you, are, you probably are surrounded by predominantly black people. So to go but outside black Americans race, are the minority. I know, but... Where black Americans live in your neighborhood or your social circles, it's probably predominantly black. Like, most likely. Okay. So, I feel like it's... Like, in Toronto, your social circles could be black, too. But I feel like growing up in a time where the city's so multicultural and you meet people, you know, and you're raised to appreciate different cultures and whatnot, I feel like... As a guy, you could feel that way, like that you're pro-black. And then I feel like you could, and I'm not even saying this is me. I'm just talking in general before people try to attack me. I feel like you could stumble upon someone from whatever race. It doesn't have to be a white woman, just anyone else that like you really click with. And then at that point is when you have to make a decision where it's like, am I going to go all the way with this where it's like, you could be an amazing person, but because you're not black, like I can't because of my core values that have to do mm-hmm. with being black, or am I just gonna love who I want to love? And this is just a person that ends up in my life at this time. So you think you have and to kind of like, sacrifice one for the other? I feel like at a point it it might come to that. And I feel like that might be a difficult part for someone because if you do meet, like what if you are a super, super pro black guy, and you meet someone who is Asian or Indian or white, and they are very, I don't like using the word woke, but they're very like, you know, like aware. aware. They're very socially aware. They're a great person. You guys click. You. This is what woke used to mean. Yeah. Like everything just, it clicks on all levels. At that point, you have to make a decision realistically. Right. It's like, Am I going to dub you because you're not black or am I going to maybe seem a type of way or go against some of my values? So I don't know. I feel like it's tough for Mm. some people. And then plus, like you said, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people, you may not get, you may not get um, criticized for like dating one, like if you date one white girl. But I feel like in that time period, when you're dating the white girl, a lot of people are going to invalidate anything you have to say about blackness because you are dating a white girl. That is true. You need to be a childish Gambino, Jordan Peele. But even childish Gambino still doesn't beat the allegations. 
Yeah, like, they still say not at all. They definitely still call him black women hating. But yeah. also in my personal experience, I can only speak for myself. I feel like when people had that conversation, a lot of it is about celebrities, like celebrity men and athletes mm. and stuff. And celebrities are not the majority. Because well, I feel like a lot of black men that I know who are in relationships, they're in relationships with black women. Like the majority of, I can, oh, like I said, I can only speak for my personal experience. A lot of my, I would probably say 75% of guys that I know who are dating, like with someone right now, they're with a black woman. That's just my life. I'm not saying that's true for everyone. That's just my life. And I feel like even though we, we don't highlight you know how we, like, people kind of try to, this guy's dating a white girl, this guy's dating a white girl. But we never highlight the athletes that are with black women. That's not true. They definitely do. Do we? Yeah. If they, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we do. Well, not as, well, it's not, they might get highlighted, but it's not, the spotlight is not as on it as it is on the ones who are not dating black women. I feel like. Like, people, like you said, people talk about Michael B. Jordan and, Damson and Jonathan Majors way more than they'll mention like LeBron's with the black woman or D Wade. That's not true woman. because they hype Savannah James left, right, and center about black queen, and you know this is now LeBron's wife. Now, just now they do. That's true. Maybe now, yeah. But that's just in my observation. Still... I'm open to being wrong. This is just <laughs> I'm putting all of the disclaimers out there. I'm yeah. just saying. I think. Well, me personally, I know a lot of men who are. Like, for example, I've been, I went to my friend's birthday dinner, and all of his friends were not with black women. Like, they all had their girlfriends, and none of them were black. And are you like, talking about, and when you're saying that, do you mean, like, like by your description, like, if, if either you're mixed race or you're black, or, like, They were non- all non-black. Black. Like, like not completely. even mixed race. They were completely non-black. Okay. Like, Latina, like, not black. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say Latina, like, what, not Afro-Latina, like, white Latina. Mm-hmm. Non-black. And a lot of men in my, and I tweeted this, and I actually deleted it because people were getting so out of hand with it. Um, most, I think almost all, if not most of the men who are part of the millennial generation in my family are married to non-black women or with non-black women, which to me I think is kind of crazy. That like, And the one who does date black women doesn't have any kids yet. But it's like, I just don't understand like, to me, it's like you're telling me, like, out of all the men in my family, and you've all been, like, you're all products of black relationships because all of your fathers and your mothers are black. Like, our fathers and mothers are black. I don't understand where the disconnect happened where most of the men decided to just marry and date non-black women. Like, I, I don't care. The and then, obviously, people, you know, Twitter, people pulled up. Because, well, like I said, and I've said this countless times before. I've always said, my thing is... I I never once said white people are unattractive and they're ugly. Because there's some good-looking white men out there. Travis Kelsey being one of them. Oh, yeah, I definitely have. They were pulling up my Travis Kelsey tweet that put me off. I said, yo, there's nothing wrong. Like, I never once said white men are unattractive. Travis Kelsey is a handsome white man. But would I, I don't think I would ever be with Travis Kelsey because I just think there's so many other factors outside of you just being handsome and white. Yeah. See, but, but that's what I'm saying where I said it might get to a point where you make a decision because... What if it is someone who checks all of your boxes, but they're white? But one of my boxes is black. I know. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They check all of the boxes except right. for the race box. Right. Is that, in, like, is that one unchecked box big enough to take precedent over all the other boxes is what I'm asking. 
it also depends on what kind of white. Because I said I would also put rate like culture is bigger. No, but than, we're not. We're talking listen, about just non-black. Yes, I'm not even culture about white. to me is bigger than race. If it's a white yeah. Jamaican, I would be way more open to dating a white Jamaican than like a white Canadian. See, but this, but that's kind of changing the conversation. We're talking about race. Yeah, we're not even talking about culture because it doesn't have to be white. I'm just talking about someone who's not black. If they check all of your boxes except for the race box. Is that enough to not be with them? I'm asking. I'm it's asking. An important box. It's a very important box. For me, it's a very important box. Yeah. And to, to some people, it could and be. And I'm not going to say, you know, not. I'm not going to. I, one thing about me, I've learned to never say never. Mm-hmm. But it is a very, like, it will take a lot. Like I said, I, culturally, I like, it will take a lot for me to date someone who's not black. I no, Or I marry agree. someone who's not black. I agree. I feel like when you're younger, or I can only speak for in my experience. I feel like when you're younger... Like, you're just, like, when you see the media and stuff, you kind of fall into that. Yeah. But I felt like the older I've gotten, I've said, like, yo, I don't really see myself being with someone who's not, not black, black. Or at least, like, like you're black, you know? Like, if, I'm I'm not talking, like, Zoe, like, saying, oh, if you're not, yeah. if you're mixed with whatever, I, I know you're you not mean. black. You know what I mean, right? If you're, like, wait, 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 you're not talking about me, what? Like, you know how you said, <laughs> how you say if you are mixed with something else, technically you're not whatever you're, I don't want to get into the whole conversation, but your definition. As being made biracial, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're, like, if there's no black anywhere, I don't, <laughs> I'm not really rolling. Still. Obviously, I, yeah, biracial would be like someone who's half black, half Indian or half black. Half, yeah. It'd definitely be easier for me to date than someone who's just like, you know, full, like there's no black at all. Yeah. Like you have no idea the black experience at all mm-hmm. like that would be a little bit difficult for me yeah. i also feel like it depends on where you're looking like if you have that on where it's like i'm like this is my intention like i'm looking at this pool of candidates right then you're only going to get that pool of candidates so like of course but i feel like a lot of i feel like men more than women like will look farther out you know because i feel like guys guys like when they see a baddie they just see a baddie everybody yeah. needs to look like <laughs> like i see guys just see a baddie and see a baddie and yeah yeah it. there's it, it's more universal yeah, yeah. baddie's um, more universal one thing though i just like do you remember when we did the conversation about it's very similar to what we're talking about about the black dating app if we should have black, right. all black dating apps and, and they stuff. said that there was one i remember people were saying oh there is one i forgot um, what it's called it was called like black. so like with dr umar's <laughs> it was called black i think it was called black or what was it called blk, BLK or something so yeah something, something like that, that. yeah um, <laughs> like dead ass. <laughs> I just I, I I remember I think back to this that conversation and just the whole Doctor Umer thing where he's kind of like very radical towards black men saying like mm-hmm. no you should not be looking anywhere <laughs> in the direction of of white women snow you are eyes with a white woman you are sick yeah yeah it's <laughs> funny like kind of uh, ironic extremist but then if you take it serious right if you right. were to like take that sort of approach to it and it's like. Do you feel as a black woman like it's almost patronizing? It's almost like like okay, let's lower the rim to nine feet for them. Like in that, if if that you know sort of mentality was supposed to radically be adapted for black men. What do you mean? Like it's like when we were talking about the black dating app. It was yeah. we were also talking about biracial people like not being included in it. No, it's not. It's not. It has nothing Didn't to we do. We're, we're we're talking about if you that only guys get half a membership. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, I think we were saying things like that too, but it was like, it almost, it, we, uh, oh, I can't remember the name. We had a guest on that was kind of saying like, it almost is like patron, it's like, 
It's like, oh, you need to make a whole space. You got to do all these mm, extra accommodations. Just for us to be yeah, looked at. It's like at. lowering the rim. Right, it, like, right, or right. Or something like that. You yeah. Know? Do you feel that? Like it's almost patronizing if you were to adopt. Sometimes, because why do I feel like, sometimes it's like, why the hell do I feel like black men have to be spoken to or encouraged to date me? Like, that's kind of fucked. Like, do white people, like, you have to date white women. And, you know, white women need to be dated because the percentage of white women who are getting married are so low. Like, why do I have to convince, or why does, why do people feel like they have to convince black men to date me? I think that's nuts. And yeah. I said, I'm not white, I'm not Indian, I'm not Asian, so I don't know what it's like in their communities. But I don't really think Asian people are convincing Asians to marry Asian people. Ah. <sighs> I mean, I'm saying, not, yeah. I don't know. I'm not in And I don't know other... if Indian people are really having to, like, are people really convincing Indian men to marry Indian women? But, okay. I'm sure but, there are. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there are men out there. But here's the difference, though. In some religions, I mean, or cultures, and I'm not a part of it, so I'm only speaking from the outside. Yeah. What about people who are in families or are in cultures where it's ingrained from them from their birth that you are marrying this person and you do not have a choice? Right. Do you you don't even really get to exercise your options. Your options, you're right, right. So can you really be included in that type of statistic if from when I'm born, if I'm Indian, my mom and father are telling me you are marrying an Indian person and I might be the one to find who it is? Right. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. But like I said, I don't really feel like the way that in the black community that like, oh, like black men, I feel like are being like coached or like being put where they feel like they like, I don't want anyone Doesn't to that almost fe feel like, it, yeah, it, it looks crazy. It, it does crazy. look crazy, yeah. but it's also like, why? Like, I don't know where the disconnect is where black men just don't or not. I'm not saying all, you know, where a certain percentage of black men just don't feel like I don't want to date black women. Like, I, I don't get it. I, and all the excuses that I've heard, I, I'm not it's not cutting it for me. Like, I generally don't understand. I think all of this stuff, like, it just goes so deep. It does. It does. That, and it's like, way too it's, deep to even yeah, get like, into. Yeah, it goes so deep on both sides that it's it's a tough conversation to have. But general. you're right. It, it does get patronizing because it's like, why media. the fuck, like, am I try, like, why like, are okay, we Okay, guys, no more white, only the black girls because we know they need it. Like, it, yeah, it sounds yeah, like that, it, That's you know? exactly what it sounds like. Sometimes it's like, bro, I'm not here to convince any man to date black like are you stupid like if you don't date black that's on you it sounds like i don't give a fuck and i can feel how i want to feel about it i'm not going to force you to do whatever but I'm, if you're not going to date black women that's completely on you but like don't expect me to feel a way about it dr umar be sounding like he's asking black men to take one for the team sometimes it's like yes and it's like no fucked up. it's i don't think to for the team but he's dead if you're I feel looking like he's, at realistically what he's saying you know if you i feel like he's it, trying to tell black men to like wake up but it's also like why the, why do you tell them to wake up like what what are they why are they even sleeping like what where even got to that point where you tell them to like yo there are beautiful black women like why do you have to tell someone there are beautiful black women in front of you like yeah. why can't they just see that that's the issue yeah i don't know not feeling it but that was a ask the cast situation shout out to whoever did that yeah, and the second one was, we'll do six, we have so many. The second one was why, was the second one that we did was why are girls not honest with their friends? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shit, yeah. you got to ask the girls. And I, to me, I don't, I, I asked the person for more, to be a more elaborate on it. And they were saying, like, you know, the situations where, you know, maybe women don't tell their friends, like, hey, you're the problem in your relationship. Or, like, you're the one who is maybe pushing this guy away or you're the reason why this breakup is happening. Girls are more coddlers 
when it comes to their friendship and there's not a lot of brutal honesty, which I see and I don't see because there's definitely situations where I'm the brutally honest friend, like to the point where people are like, yo, like that was fucked. But like, I'm going to tell you shit. Like if you're being an idiot, I'm going to tell you you're being an idiot. Now, if I'm telling you you're doing something wrong with your man, if you, ask me, if you ask me for my advice, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that was completely wrong. But I've seen other friends who go like, no, 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 like that was like, no, no, that's totally. It's like it's not valid though. So I do understand, and I don't know from a guy's standpoint how you guys feel, but I do think there's situations where sometimes as women we want to coddle. I don't know if we're afraid of the backlash we're gonna get. Or, yeah, the sensitivity of the situation, or we don't want to look a certain way, or, you know, we're kind of there to just be, like, that support system. But I feel like sometimes in women friendships, we do have to sometimes be, like, a little bit more honest as to what the hell is going on when that space is warranted, like, when it's asked for. So if my friend comes to me, like, hey, like, you know, the situation between me and my man or, you know, whatever, whatever, I can tell you, like, that's actually fucked up because you did that. I don't find that in my experience. Like, I feel like a lot of the women I know have, like, your perspective on their friendships. You know? Really? With women or men? And I feel like it's a stereotype almost, not maybe not a stereotype, but, like, a narrative that rings very true about men, how they just let their friendships skate by all the time, you know, like... Yeah. Like, uh, enabling almost, you know? I guess it's a little... What was the word that we that we were saying? Uh, how was this being described? Like, the... Uh, Coddling? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost, I don't know, it's kind of synonymous. But I, I don't think women do. I, I almost feel like it's different. I feel like women be held, holding each other more accountable, and they cut off and dead off their, their relationships when things like that arise. At least in my, like... Yeah. But, but I, I think that's from the perspective of, like, within conflict, though. I think the, okay, yeah. I think the why do women lie to their friends thing is more in, like, a positive reinforcement oh, yes. type okay, of way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Like, girls will gas their friends or girls yeah. will be like, oh, you don't need to change. He's it's wrong. The, uh, Someone will find you. rapper for- mentality. For sure. And I've, to me, I got to a point where I noticed I've definitely, like, I will comment on, like, it was just where you have no lineup. Like, your hair looks hair- like terrible today. Like, I guess that's just sort of easily. What do you mean by that? Like, I'm just saying, like, I could say that easily to you that my friend had a shit wig. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it's girl, a sensitivity it's thing. It's a sensitivity thing. But I feel like it's true. Like, we do have that coddling, especially because now, you know, women and, you know, on social media and, like, judging their bodies. Women empowerment. Their, judge, yeah, body judging positivity. their bodies. Blah, blah, blah. But there's a situation where my friends have had, like, bro, like, that hairstyle is shit. Like, no. Like, don't do that again. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I want that brutal honesty, too. Like, if you don't like, if my hair is really not good or this color is not good, tell me. If this outfit shit, tell me. Is that not what a good friend is? Yes. yes. But a lot of the time, as women, we get stuck in this, like, coddling sensitivity. Like, oh, I don't want to look a certain way. I don't want to say or this outfit's trash. Like, whatever. sometimes I'm like, yo, like, why are you wearing that? Or, like, why'd you do that? Or, like, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, sometimes maybe, like, you know, but I say only when it's asked. Like, oh, like, do you like this outfit? If I say no, yeah, I can't, I shouldn't be in a position where I'm scared to say no. Or, like, oh, is this wig good? No. I can see the lace is booming. I feel like that's a good friend. 
And but some people can't handle the, the brutal honesty for thing. sure. Because it's got like, me in trouble me, a lot of times. I would want my friend to be like, "Yo, your breath kind of stinks," or "Yo, you have something <laughs> in your teeth," or like, "Just tell me." Well, that yeah, that is like that's simple. That that you have to do because like if we're going out, nah, I'm never gonna even let you a, go. a lot of people are still afraid to do that. That's crazy. Or be like, "Yo, that picture looks crazy. Take it down." Dudes yeah. would don't be telling their friends that they turn in the dust and yeah. You know? Or if you see your friend like while on social media, like dog, what are you doing? Like, why mm. would you? Why are you posting that? Like, why yeah. are you moving like that? But you know how you said how? Well, that is the whole kind of the argument on uh, on social media about how girls will say that guys just let their friends do whatever and don't yeah. hold their friends accountable and whatever. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that when it comes to real friends. I just think the difference is. In my experience, I feel like men, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, it is just a thing. I feel like men, we kind of let things slide more than women do because we feel like it's not that big a deal. Whether Mm -hmm. it is or it isn't, that's up to the person. But we feel like it's not that big a deal as women will like, they're addressing every issue that they feel is an issue. Bar for bar. Like, yeah. Like, if I invited you to my birthday and you didn't come, I I wouldn't think that's an issue. But some people mm. will be like, no, this is a big issue. This is one day of the year that's supposed to be for me. I told you a month ago how yeah. all of a sudden today you're not. That's you me. don't really care about me and da-da-da-da. I wouldn't even think twice if you're like, yo, I can't come. I'd be like, all right. But even if you did kind of feel a way, you could like You probably wouldn't say it. Yeah, you could shake it off. off. Yeah. And the next mm. time I see you, you may not even think about it. Yeah, because yeah. also I feel like as men, we're programmed to where... That the shake it off mentality, like you just shake it off. It's like, oh, that kind of hurt, but all right, whatever. And no, you continue. Not me. I'm dragging it. Girls, like, <laughs> girls are gonna drag. I'm it. dragging it. Yeah, that's only because my you birthday too. definitely means a lot to me. So if like we're not like if you're not coming out for my birthday, like what the fuck? Yeah, we're not I don't know. I guess <laughs> it <laughs> depends <laughs> for people. It depends on certain people because like that, like to me, I don't really care about that type yeah. of stuff. But I just feel like, but also I might be a. I might be part of the problem because I hate, no, not even just that, but I do sometimes, but I hate overly emotional, like friends, men and women. I hate overly emotional friends or people that are like high maintenance friends, needy friends. I hate that. Like the, oh, we, you barely talk to me. You barely check up on me. And I'm not like that at all. But if I ask, my thing is like. I'm not the high maintenance and we got to talk every day, you know what I'm saying? Or we haven't talked in a week or you haven't, I'm not like that. But if there's something that you voice that you need me there for, you want me to be a part of, I will do it. And if I voice that, I want you part, like you should do it. Like, I feel like that's a certain line there. I'm like, that's the line was like, okay. Like if it's like, Hey, like I want to do something like next Friday with like blah, blah, blah. Like, can you be there? If it's like, Oh, well, you know, I can't make it. Like, it's like, mm, I don't know if it's really important to you and you want me there, I should do everything I can to make it there. Yeah. Or be if, a part of it in whatever way. But you would have, you'd also, for me, someone would have to state that it's very important. For sure. And Wait, to my me, birthday I'm not is very like, important. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not coming to every birthday. That's, you're not going to all your, what? Your best friend? You're not yeah, going my to be- every birthday. How many best, like, I'm just talking about just friends. I'm like your friend spectrum across the board. Oh yeah, I there's don't some think birthdays I'm I've making definitely it missed. to every birthday. Yeah, there's some birthdays that I've missed for sure. But my close friends, no. If I know for sure, like, oh, you're doing this and you want me there and blah, 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 I'm going to do everything I can to make it there. I feel you. But also, 
Have you ever felt like you you have like close home girls? Yeah. Have you especially for the birthday thing specifically? I feel like sometimes in my experience, tell me if you've experienced this too. Birthday plans for women as men, you kind of feel like an addition. You don't feel like you're in the plan. I feel it's that. like Okay, you're going to dinner or you're going to like a spa or something. Let's take out the spa. Let's say it's dinner and then the club. I don't feel like I'm a part of this dinner. I feel like you guys are having your dinner and I'm just here also. Or we go to the club and you have this booth or we're at the club and you're celebrating your birthday and I'm just here. Mm, Yeah. So if I feel like that, I'm just not going to come because I feel like sometimes where it's like, or yeah, you're you have you're at the club for your birthday. You have maybe it's your man and his friends, or this promoter man that is hooking you guys up with whatever's going on. So your attention is wherever it is. If you have a man, it's gonna be your man and his friends who are already taking precedence over the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a man friend, like as a guy friend, you you get lost and forgotten mm-hmm. a there. lot. And you're just supposed to hold it. Yeah. I feel I like hear that. that's just the, like, in my experience, I, I almost feel like that's the dynamic of, like, 90% of my, my homegirl friends if I go out with them or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I have very few and uh, like I said, homegirls and that make I've, me feel I've a part of Zoe it. I've told Zoe this. Not that you make me feel lost or forgotten. I just feel like when you go out with just women, like, a group of women, like, you're kind of off to the side. Like, you're not in the group. Because things are going to happen, especially if it has to do with other men. I'm not included in that. Yeah. If we're going to the club and this guy invites your group to the booth, I can't come. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do have one home girlfriend that I've gone out with and stuff. And like, I remember just going out and I was like, I'm getting treated like a ting. Like this is <laughs> like they were trying to pour alcohol in my mouth. I'm what? Like, I'm men? Like, <laughs> men. This man, like, yeah, like, I remember there was all bottles and everything, and, like, they were like, you want a shot? And I was like, yeah, yeah let me see it. And they were like, nah, fam. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, okay. oh, oh, no. I'm like, all right, I don't know if I need I a shot. I have to go. I don't, I don't need a shot that badly. But I just remember, <laughs> being, I just remember being like, wow, I'm in the section. They're not, like. Nah, they're trying to ting you. People were being, like, nice to me and shit. Like, it wasn't like a. And they said, yeah, yeah open your mouth, nigga. I, yeah, I got to that part, and I was <laughs> like. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why that's I make the conscious effort where if there's guys around that are, like, with my homegirls or like they bring their homeboys. Yeah. I make the effort to make everyone feel included. Okay. Because I hate being somewhere with other guys and you feel like you're begging to be included. Mm, Most girls that. don't do that for their for their they don't. friends. We yeah. just we just have to we just have to hold it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you just have to figure it out on your own. It's life. I feel you. But that's what we have for Ask the Cast. This week, you know, someone commented on our YouTube, we need longer episodes. I said, y'all got me. <laughs> I love that you guys are listening and I love it, but y'all got me fucked up. What more think. do you want? Literally, what me? more? Yeah, that's crazy. They were like, longer, longer. People are liking the comment. I'm like, longer than two hours? Give you two hours of our life every week. Every now. week, two hours? There's no way you guys get more than two hours out of me. This is 120 minutes. Like, baby. where do we go from here? I don't know. <laughs> Three hours? My ears are hurting. Three yeah. hours? No way. My ears are hurting. That's crazy. I, can't. I appreciate that y'all want more which is why we're going weekly yeah but you're getting yeah. you're getting maximum two hours weekly maybe two and a half we have a guest and that's even pushing it but yeah, that's a lot that's a lot but i appreciate everyone thank you for writing in we'll continue to post maybe you post it every like month or every couple of weeks because we still have a few we haven't even gotten to 
So we'll run those back for the Ask the Cast segment next week. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening to episode 10 of the Relentless Diaries. Okay. We should bring a guest on. We swing people up. We can, yeah, we'll bring a guest on next week since we're doing weeklies. Back to backs to backs to backs. Relentless. <laughs> Why did I end like that? Why didn't you guys say anything? Well, we were done. Oh, anyway, whatever. This Press the button. Me. There we go. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.